What's up, bikers? Welcome to episode 164 of the Biker Bar podcast live stream. I'm still saying it. I don't even care. It's the live stream, and that's what's happening. But nonetheless, episode 164. Today, we're going to have normal mountain biker, MTB, or Seabass, or Sebastian, whatever you want to call him. The guy from normal. I'll just, we'll just call him normal. That's probably what most people do. Anyways, it's funny whenever somebody starts a channel that they become the channel name and they no longer become who they are. Like there's a group of people behind normal, but um, probably just refer to him as normal. Anyways, this is, uh, this is, this is episode 164, 100% crowdsourced, homegrown, grassroots situation that we have going here on the podcast and everybody out there on patreon that is contributing thank you very much i actually got somebody new just the other day so wrote a letter dropped the sticker pack in the mail should be showing up at their door any day now if you would like to help support this channel swing by patreon honestly it's like five bucks man if you would if you would bump into me and be like dude let me buy you a beer thanks for listening to the podcast you could do that just on patreon and it'd be rad it honestly would make a huge difference if I could get a little more support from the community because I I don't I don't really want to go down this like super deep rabbit hole of sponsorship. I like being sponsored by you guys. I can do whatever I want. So do me that favor, swing by Patreon, help the channel out. If not, just hit like, subscribe, and all the things, whichever thing you're you're doing this on, do those things. You know how to do them. And uh, if you're a podcast listener, swing by Apple Podcasts, write a review. Uh, only a five star review though. You're thinking four or three, reconsider, or just don't do it. I mean, procrastinate as long as you can. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to bring Sebastian on and uh, get started. So here we are. What's up, man? Hey, good <laughs> to be back, man. It's It's been a long time. It's been like, what, two years since I've been on the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was episode 94 or 96, something like that, that you were on. So that's, that's just crazy. Uh, you know, you know what's funny? It was episode number one for me ever on a podcast being on your show. Yeah, first, that's awesome, first dude. Ever. <laughs> first ever. Yeah, first yeah, that's cool. Back, man. Nobody can ever take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered him. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> right on, oh, man. man. Dude, a lot has changed. I was thinking about it before the show, and it's just like that episode. I mean, you had a pretty good following. I think you had like, I don't know, like 80,000 on some, on like Instagram or something like that. And, um, now it's like, uh, I mean, dude, you have like half a million on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting really close to the half million mark on YouTube right now. Um, it's been, it's been quick. That one came up on us quick. I, that's one of the things I didn't even like think that would ever happen on YouTube was, you know, we just started posting videos on there and, and actually as per your, your request as well, your, your suggestion, I remember way back, you were like, dude, you got to start posting your shorts on YouTube. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of put it <laughs> off for a little while. And then I tried it. I was like, oh, crap. This is this is working. All right, all right. <laughs> I had the exact yeah. same conversation with Jess the Maker last week. And nice. she's like, oh, I know, I know. I'm like, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, crazy because, no, I mean, you know, not to like totally switch gears, but the other day, I think when I was talking to her, it might have been off the show. I remember when our we had that first conversation that you you were saying, man, TikTok's the place to go. Like your TikTok was like, you'd always get more views there. And it seems like now, it, is that still the same? 
Uh, no, it's it's by a long shot YouTube. Um, yeah. It's funny how that works because it's like TikTok was really, really good back in the in the early days of that app, of that platform, that app. Um, when no one really knew like what it was, there was mm -hmm. like like the the platform didn't have many creators uh, to push content for. Right. Mm -hmm. And then about like maybe six to eight months ago, people just started catching on that. Oh, TikTok's the next new app. You know, that's the next new mm -hmm. platform. And uh, and everyone, it seems like everyone at the same exact time all got on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was part of that. Uh, I would say I was part of like the first slash second wave of like my, mountain bikers going into the TikTok world. Um, and I, I got pretty lucky because I was able to get there at the beginning where, you know, there wasn't many people like I was saying. And and uh, it was easy to grow very quick on that platform. But but nowadays it's a little more hard, a little little more challenging. I'm not seeing much growth from a lot of people on that platform. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and there's, uh, and it seems to be that like YouTube, uh, is just consistently just booming, you know, just consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, and it seems like Instagram is also making a bit of a comeback nowadays too. Like I'm getting tons of views on Instagram and that's been awesome. It's been really cool to be on that platform because it is, it is one of my favorite platforms. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I got to give it to YouTube, man. Like YouTube is the way to go. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think as far as the creator aspect goes and like getting monetized and things of that nature. I think YouTube is definitely a spot. I think the one thing that YouTube is missing compared to Instagram, and I don't know if it's just like the whole DM. I just feel like I'm closer to people on Instagram than I am on YouTube for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't, is it just maybe the culture on YouTube? Like, like not everybody comments as much. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think it's, you know, if you take like uh, just from like the user perspective on, on YouTube, um, it, the really, the only way you can get a hold of the creator that you're watching is via, uh, the, the, the comments on videos. Mm -hmm. And then if you have like a creator that's very large and they're constantly getting comments, like each video has like a thousand, 2000, 3000 mm -hmm. comments, like it's really hard for the creator to go through. Like that's like a whole day's process going through. Right. And, you know, and, and a lot of people, especially if you're one of those larger creators, like they just, they just don't have time. And like that's another thing too that like I don't think a lot of people really know this like not to burst anyone's bubbles but a lot of those big creators like the Mr. Beasts of the world and whatnot they're they're not they're not sitting there like responding to comments like they're they yeah. have a whole team of people who are pretending yeah. to be them that go back and comment on their yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 hundred percent and I mean, I even remember um, an old interview with Seth I don't even I don't remember if it was me or somebody else that he was talking to but. I think it was somebody else. And and I, he had mentioned something like, man, it was really fun when your channel's small and you can really interact with everybody, but it gets yeah. to a point where, I mean, it's just impossible. Like you wouldn't be yeah. able to make content. You'd just be responding to comments all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty much where it's at. Yeah. That's, that's one of the battles that I have. And like going back to what you were originally saying, how you feel a little more connected with people on Instagram, right? It's like, um, that's one of the things I, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do the whole hire people to read my comments and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I'd rather respond to myself. So I don't, I don't do that. You know, I don't do the whole like hiring people, have them read through them, you know, answer questions. I'll, if I ever answer anything, it's like, that's coming from directly me, like not yeah. even anyone on, on the team. Right. It's, it's literally just me. So, and same thing with DMS and stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard to get to it. You know, I try to, it's one of those things for me. It's like, okay, did I finish everything I needed to get done today? All right, maybe I'll go on the DMs, you know, and check the mm -hmm. DMs and see how that's doing, right? But but comments is tricky, man, because like they kind of tend to, um, like you know, there's that uh, there's that saying 
for restaurants, it's like the, the customer is always correct, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that necessarily re- like like you know holds much weight in like the social media world because there's a, there's a lot of people who are like very nice that like absolutely are like huge fans and everything, but then there's also like one or two percent of people who like are just haters for no reason, you know, like, mm-hmm. like they just they just don't like like you. Just it doesn't matter what you do, like they just won't yeah. like you. So um, so that for the like I'm not I'm not saying I don't read comments because of that, but it's like it's like it's one of those things where. Um, I'd rather not let comments, uh, change how I kind of handle things, how I, how I approach the videos and the content we make. Um, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I just want to make people laugh and make people happy. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, that's really what it comes down to. So if, if there's going to be a hater that'll skew that in a certain perspective or a certain way, like, I don't want to jeopardize that for like the 95% of people who like genuinely enjoy the content that we're making, you know? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. It's interesting, you know? I always tell tell people that if you went out and chose a hundred people and you gave them all a hundred dollars, there would be a couple of people that bitch about it for yeah. some reason. They would be <laughs> like, "Oh, it's only a hundred or like, "Oh, he gave me five twenties. This is bullshit. Like, or <laughs> how am I going to break? You know, somebody will complain. It doesn't even like you're giving them free money. And somebody yeah. will still complain. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, I mean, do you see a spot where you just kind of like give up on the comments? Like, I mean, at this point you, I I mean, a half a million subscribers. I mean, some of your, your, your content is like in the millions of views. Like if 1% comments, that's still a shit ton of comments. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. No, on, on YouTube, it's really hard. Like if, if I make, um, like, like a video where it's like, I'll, I'll ask people, Hey, go in the comments, give me suggestions on this or whatever it might be. I'll mm-hmm. actually, I'll go through for those kinds of comments for those kinds of videos. Yeah. Right. Cause I genuinely want to know, I mean, I value the people who watch our videos, you know, I, like we wouldn't be here without, without the people who are there watching subscribing, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know it's super cheesy for creators to say that kind of stuff, but I mean, it is really true. You know, yeah, and, and so, I, yeah, I want to I want to hear what people have to say, especially if I'm asking them a direct question. Right. Um, so for those kinds of things, yeah, I'll go through. But but most most videos, like most of the time, I'm I just I can't even I'll start and I'll be like, ah, uh, uh, OK, I got other things to do. Like, it's just yeah. so it's it's hard to keep track of it, you know? Yeah, 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 I, I can. I mean, I don't have nearly the amount of followers that you do, but I, I can understand where that gets to a point where it's like. This is all I would be doing, you know. I'm still like, fortunately or unfortunately, small enough. I don't. <laughs> I still have plenty of time to respond to comments, but I, I can I can see how it it would compile like compound, you know, and and get to be like too much. So when we started, it was just you and your your brother. When you started last time we talked, it was just you and your brother. Yeah, you have more people on the team now. Huh? What, who's all normal now? Yeah, so we got uh, so so the most recent addition, I guess, in between the last time I was on here and now, uh, one of my closest friends, Matthew, uh, he he jumped on. He hates it when I when I mention him. He's not he doesn't like being like mentioned in the public. I want to stay anonymous, but yeah, uh, we'll just call him anonymous Matthew. Anonymous Matthew. There we go. We have oh, I'm talking about this. We have a bunch of names for him. He's uh, he's the accountant. His name is Blood Choppa. Um, and a bunch of other ones that are not uh, internet friendly that, there we'll, you go. that we'll skip over. 
<laughs> we'll leave it at but, the accountant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, no, he he's one of my longtime friends. I've known him for many, many years. And uh, and yeah, he recently, like I'm not even recent, it's been like it's been like a year now, or a little over a year he's been on the team. Uh, just helping with just generally everything, but he's managing mostly the behind the scenes, you know, uh, some of the more technical business stuff, anything that comes down to the, like the, anything like finance related, whatever, you know, it's like, that's, that's him. So he's, he's a lot behind the scenes working on stuff. He's popped up sometimes in videos, like the few times I've been able to convince him to be in a video, like he'll, mm-hmm. he'll be in there sometimes. So you might I've seen see him out with camera gear though with you. Yeah. 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 So, that, so yeah. both him and my brother, they've been helping a lot with the videos and, um, you know, up until when Matthew showed up, like he, uh, it was just my brother and I, they were going out filming and, um, we were kind of running everything. And, and now we got, uh, two videographers myself and, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's slowly becoming more and more of an operation for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's us. It's just the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier though, to capture angles in one shot and things yeah. like that so was he already familiar with camera gear or is that something you're kind of like bringing him up to speed on yeah no no he actually didn't know anything about cameras before, <laughs> before yeah. hopping on. it's been very much like uh, uh okay so here's the camera this is the this is the, the button that says to record right so click yeah, that right. button and then like follow me like this and he's like yeah. okay <laughs> so they do it i mean they do an amazing job we just uh we actually yesterday uh did a, a, a we just finished a project actually that you guys will see pretty soon it's i can't say much about it it'll come out uh probably in december but we just mm-hmm. wrapped up a project it was like a super like super heartwarming project like this is probably one of the coolest things i think we've ever done uh yeah. just because it's not it's like we were we were like giving back to somebody mm-hmm. right and like um it's That's right. it's yeah it's something that like it totally out of the norm kind of content for us but uh um, everything, the, the stars aligned and we were able to do something that we've been wanting to do for a while. And we actually, uh, were able to make it happen, uh, thanks to some of the companies that we work with. So, yeah. uh, but I, I, like I said, I can't, I can't talk about that right now. That's something yeah. that you guys will see, you know, down, down the road. <laughs> I just want to, yeah, yeah. Out. Little sneak yeah. preview. Little sneak um, preview. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool. I must, I must say, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like mind blown that it even happened. Like we, we, we wrapped up finishing, like wrapped up filming yesterday. I'm like in the car driving home. I'm like, did we really just do that? Like, how did that happen? You know? Yeah. But uh, That's rad, man. There's definitely been some of those like thoughts that I'd, I'd have uh, over the years that, uh, that I always think, man, it'd be great to like get to a point where you could do things where you're, I don't know, like, almost like Mr. Beast style where it's like, Hey, here's this brand new bike, you know, or whatever this is, you know, and, and, um, being able to give back to people. I I think that's really rad, dude. So that's awesome. I'm excited for you and, and excited to see, see that come together. So speaking of sponsors, um, I think last time we talked, it was like you two just trying to figure out how to like do it. And I don't think sponsors or, or income was really, wasn't really much kicking around at that point things have changed now how did you come come about like the specialized deal for example yeah was were we uh the first time i was on we weren't on specialized yet were we i don't think you weren't you didn't i don't think you had anybody at that point yeah not even like like Kushcore, you know what i mean like nothing it was like (laughs) you're riding your aluminum bike with aluminum wheels and figuring it out you know (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, since the last time we were there, 
uh, we've, we've built a pretty, pretty like solid relationship with specialized. Um, like they're like, I, I, I honestly couldn't thank those guys enough. You know, they, uh, we had one of their, uh, at one time was just an athlete, you know, um, I will spare his name just so that people don't inundate him with messages and stuff. But, um, if you, if you're watching, you know who you are, <laughs> Yeah. but, uh, he, uh, he, he found us, he kind of discovered us on, uh, on Instagram, you know, back when we were super, super small. And, and back then, you know, it was kind of like the first little while was, Hey, like, you know, uh, and this was in the middle of like, you know, when, when the bike market was crazy, you know, and like, mm -hmm. you couldn't find even used bikes for less than like, well over at like, you know, MSRP price, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and they reached yeah, out and like, they were like, Hey, we really like what you're doing. Like, would you guys want to like get on some specialized bikes? And we're like, yes, like that'd be sick. Um, you know, especially since like, I grew up riding specialized bikes. I mean, that was like my first ever mountain bike was a, was a rock hopper. And then mm -hmm. my first ever like full suspension proper mountain bike was a stump jumper. So that was like, there's no way, you know, like I've, this is like amazing. Right. And so, yeah. And so they, uh, they hooked us up with some statuses, you know, those, I uh, got a 160 status, like still have the bike to this day. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, from there it was kind of a little, little low key, you know, like, yeah, we're kind of representing specialized, you know, we'll just see what happens. And, uh, uh, a few years ago, we kind of started taking a, like a lot more seriously and, and so did they. And, and, uh, yeah, we've been on the program since then. So it's been, it's been like, we're coming up on year two, oh, we're at least two years in, you know, to the whole relationship. Mm -hmm. uh this next year like uh, assuming everything kind of goes well and everything goes as planned it's gonna be year number three i think on riding their bikes so, so it uh, really just came from from a subscriber or a follower and it just kind of came came out of that that relationship there yeah you could say that you could say that i mean uh the initial person who reached out to us um he's also uh quite quite involved in the industry um uh he he is he is uh, i would i would say he's definitely a household name uh, mm -hmm. which is why I want to, I want to like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, yeah. I'm just out of respect to him and, and I don't want people just, you know, inundating him with messages and stuff, but, yeah. um, you know, but also it's like, yeah, they, he was, he, he actually found our video. I guess he popped up on his feed or something he was telling me. And, uh, and then he just sent me a DM. Um, and that's kind of where it started. Like, like directly because it wasn't from like I, I feel like a lot of people have this image of this like you know the big you know million subscriber you know uh, specialized page you know sends you a DM and they're like hey we want you to ride our bikes it wasn't like that at all it was it was yeah. it was like this you know his account and he was and, I, I, and even just getting a message from him I was just like mind blown I'm like there's no way because I've I've known about him for many many years like when I was a kid yeah. I looked up to him you know and yeah. I was like wow that's really cool and then he was the one that that, that brought us into the industry and the, into the company like that so yeah that's awesome man yeah yeah it was it was a very unique like that's not usually how it happens <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but I mean you guys are putting the work in I I said this to you before I think when we were riding and it's just I I, I was always like really surprised by how much content you guys were putting out i mean i i don't know are, you're not still doing like one a day are you um we you know it's interesting we have like some form of content coming out at least once a day uh mm -hmm. sometimes we do like you know like 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 when i say that i mean like you know sometimes i have like what five i don't know how many pages of social media stuff i have i don't even know i can't even keep track of it but we have like you know, we have like the second YouTube channel, right? 
um, mm-hmm. on the days. What I like to do is on the days where I'm not posting a short on like Instagram or you know YouTube mm-hmm. Shorts or TikTok or whatever. Um, I like to do like a vlog video, like a long form, you know, 15 mm-hmm. minute long, you know, vlog video of some kind on my second channel, so that it's like you know, at least, you know, during the week, right, Monday through Friday, at least we have at least one form of content coming out per per day, just to keep that, mm-hmm. you know, that cycle going. Um, and uh, it's, 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 it's kind of challenging for sure. Like this week, we were just out in uh, uh, Utah uh, for the last like two weeks or so. Uh, we got back uh, this past weekend. Um, and uh, it's just been like, we have so much content. But right now it's like game day, you know, we're like editing, uh, you know, doing this, doing that and trying to get up to it. So it hasn't like this week's not, not one, one post per day, but you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll I mean, these things it. happen, but I mean, you're still cranking out a lot of content, you know, and that's, um, I was always surprised by like the amount of content and I mean, still am it's, uh, it's definitely work. I mean, it's not like you're, it's definitely not the amount of work that like, 95% of the world thinks it is, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like you get up at like noon and then you like stroll around your house for a while. And then like two 30, you go ride your bike. And then at like five o'clock, you make a video for 15 minutes and then you like go back to doing whatever the fuck you want to do again. Right. That's yeah. not how <laughs> yeah. well, well, hold on. Wait, wait, don't get me wrong. There are definitely days like that, that I have, right. There, there definitely are. <laughs> But no, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I joke for the most part. I mean, there are some days, but it's like the only days I can do stuff like that where I just wake up whenever is like, you know, okay. The night before I was up till 3am editing a video, like, um, and then like, you know, it was probably like, like the day after we have like some meeting or something or like, Oh, I I just want to prep for it. You know, like we have to, like, I have to, I have to take days like to just chill. Right. Like -hmm. like, that's kind of where we're at nowadays with it is like, there's so much, especially during the summer, like there's so many projects, like, week after week we're over here we're over there next week like next month we're gonna spend three weeks over here you know it's like yeah yeah we have like so many projects that like like nowadays i find myself like if there is if there happens to be like a day or two where we're like okay not much going on like i'll just like i'll basically just drop everything i'll be like okay now let's take a break because i don't know what's gonna happen next week you know might be like 3 a.m nights every single night you know so yeah how do you do the uh, the the editing? Are you editing all of everything, or do you guys kind of trade off on projects? How's that work? Yeah, it's uh, we're actually figuring the system out. You know, at the beginning, it was mostly just me doing everything um, because of so much content nowadays. I just I just can't like there's too much work for me to just do on my own. Otherwise, I would never get anything out. Um, so so generally, the way that it goes is like any of the short form content that you'll see, like the shorts, the skits, whatever, uh, that's 99.9% of the time that's going to be me editing that stuff. Um, when it comes to the like the on the main YouTube channel, like the grander, you know, like let's try to go viral type videos, um, mm-hmm. those those ones are mostly going to be me doing it. Um and I'm, we're actually looking at potentially even bringing on a, like a professional editor or something to just so that we have more time to go out and film and do cooler stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like uh, some of the other like the vlog videos, like anything on the informal normal page, you know that kind of stuff. Like like I leave that to to my brother and Matthew. Like and they and they do it yeah. and, 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 and like for for not knowing like how to be like editors, for example, like they yeah. do a really good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So so I'm very lucky to have them. 
Yeah, and that's another addition since the last time we talked. I mean, you you were, I mean, first of all, you weren't even posted on YouTube, you know, and then then you go from that to now separating to a, a separate channel for this kind of like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. What was the uh what was the switch that made you kind of lean more into the content the way that you're doing it? Because I think initially you you guys were trying to make a little bit more like artsy kind of like like long long form content you know yeah yeah um that's an interesting question because it's like you know the way that i kind of i kind of like to answer that question i kind of have to give like an overview of how how yeah go for it man we got so like in general (laughs) like i i've taken for the longest time ever i've looked at content of like okay what's like yes of course there's like the what's gonna get you know, the more, the most clicks, you know, how am I going to get the engagement up on stuff? Like, like, will this video go viral? Will this one, you know, get more, you know, I I look at it from a very analytical perspective a lot of the times. And, and a lot of the content that we have is so, is so based around like, let's just try to get this to the max amount of people possible. You know, let's try to utilize the platform as best as possible uh, while simultaneously making content that people want to watch, right? Like that's that's the main thing is like bundling all that together um, with the informal normal stuff. It was mostly just like I had so much footage. Like every time we go somewhere and we do a project or something, like there was so much extra footage that was just like that we just never use it. Like I'll bring my GoPro or my DJI or something with me. Like every time I go on a like on a, like on a trip somewhere or even for a ride, like I'll just bring it just just because you know just why not right and mm-hmm. um and we just had i just kept on finding myself having so much just random content sitting around that i was like like dude i could put this just real quick like smash it all into a video and call it a behind the scenes video and mm-hmm. um and yeah i just did that and 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 so we started doing that with like all of the the second channel and on, on like on youtube and then also for instagram like i've made a second channel there as well or second page there and that's just like jokes and stuff or like memes or whatever that like never made it to the main channel. I'll just put it on the second channel, you know, cause there's mm-hmm. like, what we're starting to see is there's this faction of people that, you know, who are, who are following us, who really like, who really enjoy the kind of content we make that like, I kept on having people ask me like, Hey, you should do like behind the scenes stuff or you should like do this or you should do that. I'm like, Oh, that'd be actually great. Like what about like with all this content, it doesn't take much time, you know, on top of what we have, you know, to already do. And, like, let's just, let's just put it out there and, and, you know, maybe sometimes we'll get a viral video here and there. It's just, it, those pages are just for the fans. Like mm-hmm. that's just for the hardcore fans who, who like didn't get enough from, you know, the, 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 the main YouTube channel or whatever, and they want more mm-hmm. and more and more. And like, that's, that's where that comes from, that comes in. So it's just, it's just a big yeah. vomit of like videos yeah. that like <laughs> behind the scenes, like, just like this is what happened. We hung out with these people. We did. We were. We rode that trail. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just. It's just. It's just as a as a little bonus. So. Yeah. Why um why separate it instead of just um, you know, tagging it some other way on your your regular stuff. Yeah. So that, that's another strate- strategic thing I would say. Um, I didn't really want to mix up that content. Um, like for example, on the main the main YouTube channel, um, it, it's like this like the quality of video that like i'll post on the main youtube channel is going to be either the shorts right which is all edited that's all scripted you know type stuff uh and then there's also like like the the crazy stuff that we'll do for the for the main long form videos on the main channel right 
mm-hmm. for example, like the when I raced like the Dirty Sanchez Enduro, right? Like that was such like an epic moment that happened, you know, in the normal MTB or saga, right? That like mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is too good to just vlog it, you know? Like I made a full on video out of it, subtitles, you know, voiceovers, blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah, the whole nine yards. You know, so it's like, I just want to reserve the really, really good content, like the stuff that's just like, let's try to get the most amount of views, let's stoke out the most amount of people, you know, Mm -hmm. not like, you know, not just like, oh, it's just me riding my bike, you know, like, no, this has a definite purpose behind it, you know, and put that on the main channel, whereas the secondary channel is like just the, the behind the scenes, like what was how, what was the trip like getting out there, you know? Like, what about the practice day? You know, I didn't put any clips of the practice day. Maybe they'll put, put that on the second channel, a little little bonus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. When you guys started, were your, your intentions to be, like, full-time social media people? Not necessarily. Um, it's interesting because, like, you know, way, way back when, you know, we had the idea of, like, let's, like, it was really just, like, let's see what happens, you know? um and I so think like I, you I, you and Durs are like sitting around drinking beers or whatever and one night you're like dude let's start something and just see like see if we can get some like free bike parts or something like what were you thinking <laughs> you know what's funny i was like i was i that, that was like one of the things that was like oh there's me excuse me maybe one day maybe one day we might have a sponsor like maybe mm-hmm. like that was that was my mindset going into it our, our whole thing was like let's create like a side brand project. Like that was really it. Cause it was like during the lockdown stuff, you know, back in 2020 when we started all this and like, um, and we were like, all right, well, we're probably going to go back to work. Life is going to somewhat maybe get normal again. Let's, when we go back to the regular world, let's like have like a side business or something. You know, that was really mm-hmm. our, our whole thought process. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't expect it ever to kick off like it did. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. we're really just reacting, you know, rather mm-hmm. than, you know, um, like actually having this part of the plan, you know, now, now things have changed. Now we actually have plans. Now we actually have like a, a definite direction that we, that we, where we want to go, um, mm-hmm. and how we want to take things. But that was never, never the case until recently, you know, what, that, 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 that last year or so. What's that direction? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, there's some stuff I don't want to say necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> World domination. Yeah. Well, hey, not far out, not far from it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just gonna invade New Zealand, you know. Just yeah, make right. Uh, <laughs> whatever it takes to get legal trails in Santa Cruz, I don't care. Or, yeah, I mean, no, if you can break into Marin, I mean, you will be yeah. like the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I trust me. We've been trying. I've been working with the. Uh, well, stop. No, let me just let me back up here. I haven't been doing anything, relatively speaking. But um, I'm good buddies with the guys over at the uh, at the Soul Searching Project. You know, the, the specialized you know trail digging project that they have, and um, you know, and 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 so they're they're doing they're trying so hard, man. I gotta commend. I gotta I gotta I gotta salute those guys over there because they're they're doing the hard work that so many people don't want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not, I don't mean just you know digging a trail. Digging a trail is easy compared to what these guys have to do. I mean, they have to go to to meetings they have to convince you know the the super super annoying government people who have been in power forever and ever and ever and i yeah. and, and just have nothing better to do with their lives than to, to squash the mountain bikers right and it's like yeah you know so i gotta i gotta i gotta get said those things other good good salute man so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 for sure so i mean you guys didn't have a plan from from what you're saying and you're like kind of just shooting from the hip seeing where things would go 
at this point, it's been a few years and you've learned a lot. If you were to start over today, like with all the, the knowledge that you have, like what would you do differently? Wow. Oh, that's a, that's a hard question. It's, that's interesting. Um, I don't know if there's, Hmm. What would I do differently? That's a, that's a really interesting one because it's, it's so easy to think in hypotheticals, right? Like, Oh, if I would right. know the, the knowledge of like, this is how, you know, I should start a video. This is how I should end a video, you know, like all that stuff for sure would have been useful to know. Um, back then it would, it would have definitely been able to guide me like, to get to some goals that we had quicker, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you I think I you just would have been able to make better content, right? Out the yeah, game, yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. Just like just laying it out a little better, you know, and and mm -hmm. um, you know. But I don't know, man. I really don't know if there's much I would change about it. There's, you know, it's like I I, I genuinely believe that everything happens for a reason, and I think mm -hmm. that that kind of our our up and up was a result of just the trial and error that we had, you know, in the process. Mm -hmm. um, that and like because of that trial and error and because of like the path that we took it's like you know we got to meet a lot of awesome people in the process who helped us out and and mm -hmm. we had like not just like people who helped us but like meeting like the fans and everyone it's like i think everything just you know happened the way it should have and yeah i think i think you know we're like if if i were to be a betting man i would say we're just getting started you know <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so it's like, yeah 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 uh, not to not to make it all you know well, you know, when they when you're on TikTok and they have that like sad music or whatever, inspirational music yeah. Yeah. or whatever kind of yeah. nonsense on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you um? Do you remember the first time somebody came up and asked to take a picture with you? Ooh, oh, oh, I do. Oh, it's somewhere. It's somewhere locked in here. Um, where was that? Man, that's a good question. You know, I think it was, you know, actually, I remember it was at my local bike park. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it was, uh, oh, man, I, I hope I hope they're not watching. It's somebody that I did meet them. I, I see them sometimes. I totally, totally blank on their name. But it was uh, one of my local shredders around here. And he like, uh, I think he like came up to me and he was like, dude, like, like I, I watched the Instagram or something. And yeah, he just asked for a pick. But I think that was it. You know, I think it was just did a regular thing. Did you think that was like, oh, this is a fluke? This, this, because this guy's local, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, it's just, you know, he probably has seen me riding before. You know, he, he told me that he did like the videos, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But the thing is, like, I had a bunch of friends that, like, they all said they liked the videos too. So I yeah. thought it was just like, oh, it's just someone who mu must have a connection to me somehow, right? Yeah, yeah, some kind of um, six degrees of separation kind of deal. Exactly, exactly. You know, I thought it was something like that. Um, but, but yeah, now you yeah. walk through Sea Otter and you're like a you're you're a fucking celebrity, dude. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you could be on one side of the the aisle and Aaron Gwen could be on the other side of the aisle, and you guys are both drawing the same crowd, man. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> if not, you might be getting more just because like you're really getting in front of a lot more people. Oh, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth though, dude. I, I I can tell you right now, like I met Sam Pilgrim. And when I met him, like I was with Richard from Stickered, yeah. And and Richard's like, "Hey, this is Sam." I'm like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, you ride bikes? Oh, sweet. Me too. Later. You know, just went about my way or whatever." <laughs> and and Richard's like, "Hey, you know who that dude is?" And I was like, "Uh, you said it's Sam, right?" <laughs> he's like, 
no, dude, that's like Sam Pilgrim. I'm like, okay, like, what, who's Sam Pilgrim? You know, it's just like a, a lot of mountain bikers out there aren't really in that world. You know what I mean? And But like the social media aspect, I mean, how many times a week does somebody like, him well I mean, he's not a good example now because he has a great social media presence but mm -hmm. like uh like you know somebody else like richie rude or something like that i mean how many times a week is he getting in front of hundreds of thousands of people yeah and yeah. and at the end of the day that's i mean that's what you're doing you know like uh -huh. it's crazy but it's i mean you're you're a celebrity dude what's that what's that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well for, first of all, i i i do appreciate the endearment for sure uh, i mean there's uh, I wouldn't really consider myself to be like a quote, like celebrity, celebrity, you know, like yeah. if, if you had me and, and Matt Damon, you know, walking down the yeah. street, like no one would care who I was. Right. <laughs> so right, right. Like, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way. Like I'm bike famous. Let's put it that yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right. You know, it's, it, it comes, it comes in different forms. Right. So like, uh, in some aspects, it's, it's awesome, right? You know, you, you get to meet a lot of really, really cool people, you know, your fans come up, tell you their incredible stories of like, you know, their life stories and like their tri trials and tribulations in life and how they were able to overcome it. Like, it's like, I got to meet so many cool people, um, and just really get a very rich insight to like really the human experience, right? Like mm -hmm. from other people's perspectives and kind of how I see it nowadays too, being able to go places and do certain things that I wasn't able to do before. Um, you know, but then it does come with its, its other sides of it where it's like, you know, I'll go, I'll go. I, I don't really like riding in my area anymore. Um, you know, it's a little tricky. Like back in the day, I, I could go and ride a trail that wasn't necessarily a bike legal trail and, you know, yeah. nothing would happen. I, there was, there would be no repercussions. No one knew who I was. I could just, Oh, I saw someone who maybe didn't want me to be on that trail and not yeah. to say who or what that that person may be or their job may be, but I would just yeah. ride off and it would be no big deal. Right now. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody knows me. Like everyone, everyone who like, you don't really necessarily want to know who you are knows me. And like, uh, and, and yeah, so it, it comes, it, it has its, its positives for sure. For sure. And it's mostly yeah. a positive thing. Um, the negatives really are just where I live. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's what I understand that I, what you're I, saying I, there though. I mean, there's like a trail that used to be a legit trail that's closed because of some, some erosion issues in my area. And mm. I mean, lots of guys are still poaching it. And I'm just like, I just don't want to be the guy that's like that social media dude that they, they popped freaking down there on that trail. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so it's like, I get what you're saying, man. It's like, yeah. you have this different level of like, I don't know, responsibility in some aspect, you know, because you have yeah. this, I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely not something you would ever consider like you needed to like think about ahead of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I know like, like. I never really considered that like people would recognize me out in public. Like when I started, that wasn't like something that I, that I would have ever thought of. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had this, this at this point. I mean, like you could be in a restaurant and somebody comes up to you and they're like, dude, you're like, Whoa, this is crazy. You know? Like, yeah, no, that definitely does happen nowadays. And it's, 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 in, it, it, you know, it used to just happen around like biker areas, right? Like let's yeah. say there's like a, 
a bar or a restaurant, you know, near some system of trails where you're going to probably run into mountain bikers. Like it would start off happening there. Uh, now I'll just, I'll just, it could be anywhere, you know, I'll be like at my local bagel shop, you know, and then like someone will, you know, be like, Oh dude, you're the guy from the internet or whatever. And and I'll be like, Oh, what's up, man. Go and and see them. And then they, they want a picture. And then like, now everyone's looking like, who the hell is this guy? Like, what is going on here? And then more people come up, even though like, they don't even know who I am. Like they'll just come up and like want a picture too. And I'm just like, okay. Like this is happening. (laughs) Now we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, all right, we're, we're going for the ride now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think the one that like, I, like you said, geographically, it always like made sense to me, especially like, even if somebody would like bump into me here, you know, like mm-hmm. at a restaurant, like, it's like, okay, dude, like I make a lot of content around this area. It's, it's very likely that, you know, somebody that would see, see me, but it, the thing that gets me now is like, I'm riding a trail system in a different state. That's not one I've ever done in a video before. And somebody bumps into me and they're like, oh yeah, I've seen your video. And you're yeah, like, yeah, what? you know well to be fair you you, like like you also you also do make some a very vast array of like different type of content so you are hitting like a whole different plethora of people who are in the bike world as well and also you're recognizable too i mean i would spot you for a while away (laughs) yeah i think that's what it is too like with you as well it's like you're 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 not mistaken for like somebody else you know like like how many other like 330 pound like what are you like six you're like six five or something like that right uh-huh. uh, six yeah. four let's say let's just say six four six five something like that yeah. like i would tell my <laughs> wife six five with boots okay so six, five, <laughs> <there we go. laughs> so you're good dude yeah i mean like you're people aren't gonna miss it you know so mm-hmm. it's um it's interesting it's really like there is there anything else that like is happening to you that you would have never expected when you started um yeah i mean there's 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 a lot you know like what's what's worthy to be on the show is interesting because it's like there's a there's i mean i don't know like life just in general is a lot different you know than what than what it used to be before this um Mm -hmm. it's funny like when i'm home you know uh like everything like nothing it nothing's nothing's different you know i'm just like oh i'm just a dude at home working on a computer and i don't really like it doesn't really connect with me you know, really like what's going on out there, you know, until mm-hmm. I like go out on a ride, go to the bike park, go to an event, you know, uh, leave the world. And then like, I'll be driving. People will like yell at me, like, you know, I'll be on a ride and people are trying to take pictures of me behind my back, like stuff like that. You know, it's like <laughs> that it's, it's when I get out there, it changes. Right. I try not to like, it's, it's gonna like, no matter what, no matter who you are as a person, like no matter how mentally strong you are or whatever, it's like, this like having a lot of people notice you like constantly, like especially out in the world, it's like, it's going to weigh in in some way or another. Um, so really like the main thing I would say is like, you know, I've had to put a very big uh, focus on just my, my internal strength, you know, of like, okay, don't become like one of these like crazy people who get a little bit of fame and then they next thing you know their ego shoots through the roof or something and mm-hmm. you know then they become like these like untouchable you know psychopaths basically right mm-hmm. um and then also like you know just having to be just mentally strong in the sense of like you know there's like you know when i look at the numbers especially some of the videos that have gone super viral i'm like holy crap like how many people watch that like really like you know and it's like that like weighs it weighs down you know it's like 
you, you, you don't really understand until you sit there and think about it. And then you're like, whoa, like, like I had a video, they got like 30 million views or something. Right. It's like, that's the population of California. Like that's, that's the fourth largest GDP in the whole world right there. Like, how yeah. is this happening? You know? Yeah. And that's when it gets like, whoa, like I have to take a step back and be like, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. What's like, is this really happening? You know, it's like, you kind of have to pinch yourself because you don't really realize it until it's like after the fact and you're like, Oh, Oh, this is happening. You know, it's like, it's yeah. like, it almost feels, sometimes it almost feels like, you know, if you're, if you're like, imagine like, like rolling down a hill in a car. Right. And it's starting to get windy and your brakes fail. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that's how it is. You're just like maneuvering, like trying not to hit the walls, you know? And like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like constantly like, you're like, Oh, like you're just being taken for it and everything. Um, you know, but, but it's, you know, it, it's still like it, at the end of the day, it's still an absolutely like incredible experience you know, to be able to, to, to make these types of videos. And, and, and like I said, like, I, I, I try to see nothing but the good side of it. Right. And it's like, you know, what keeps me sane is like the really good people that I have around me and, and everyone, everyone that I meet is so nice. Like I really don't get much hate, you know, which is the great thing. Like, like there are the oddball, you know, comments of people or like, like, Oh, you fat pig or something, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. I love and it like, when people tell me I'm fat. Sometimes. I'm like, I love it when people tell me I'm fat. I'm like, dude, you don't think I have a fucking mirror in my house? Like, <laughs> like, like seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fu it's funny. I mean, I don't, I don't take offense to that stuff. Yeah. Here. It's like, like, uh, what's I'm forgetting the saying, but it's like sometimes you need to like, you need to actually listen to your critics, you know, because a lot of the times your critics are the only ones telling you the truth. <laughs> like, you yeah. know? So it's like, I, I, I try to, I try to soak in any kind of information I can, you know, as, yeah. as responsibly as possible. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, man. Yeah. It's like the, the car analogy. That's the best way I could put it. It's like, you know, but then, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's uncontrollable, you know, like a lot of these, you know, people who are like, like actual celebrities, I don't even know how the hell they do it. Like they, yeah. like, like they literally can't even walk out of the house because they have paparazzi sitting there waiting and take photos of them. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I don't even, I can't understand that. I literally can't comprehend that. Like, that's so wild to me. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then it's like, I'm sure you like, you get to a point where it's like, I mean, you know, how many guys that are in the nba like have like multiple people saying they're having children with them you know like yeah. you know just like yeah. like weird lawsuits out of nowhere just because people trying to get like money or you yeah. know like oh they know you got you're you're loaded so there's you know all these people trying to like swindle you out of it to invest in this or that and it's just like, yeah. yeah it's gotta be uh very overwhelming so yeah yeah it, it, it's definitely um it's, I'm sure they're all factors that you don't think about before you get started, just like we were talking about earlier, where we're at mm -hmm. and like what we've done. Um, you're just like, hey, I want to go do this because it sounds fun, you know? So so who's who's Seabass? Like, who are who are you as like a person? Like, what, what are you into, man? <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, uh, the, the me two years ago was into like working on cars. I was mm -hmm. into like, you know, conspiracy theories, right? Like, <laughs> as 
as many people like to call them. I don't think most of them are conspiracy theories, but let's not get canceled today. Yeah. Um, right. Like, <laughs> you know, now I know like, why like, you and Richard are friends. Okay. Now, I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the times I'm over at a shop, I'm like, it, it, it turns into some conversations that I'm really glad there's no security cameras watching us. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to put my phone on airplane mode now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, yeah, yeah, man. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I just, you know, traveling, I've always been a big, big person into traveling. I mean, I love it. I love seeing the world, you know, um, mm -hmm. like that's one of the things that I'm very, very like, one of the first things that kind of drew me to pursuing this kind of life once we started, you know, like actually seeing that we could make, make this a reality to us. Um, mm -hmm. Cause there was like, there was a point where we could have been like, all right, this is too much. Nope. Cut it off here. No more videos, you know? Uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of beyond that now. Like it's, there's really like, I, I sometimes feel like there's no, there's no return at this point, you know, but, mm -hmm. um, I'm really like, that's one of the coolest things about everything that we do is like, we get to travel like so many places, you know, and for so many deep, different reasons too. Um, you know, and, and I think that's been one of the really coolest things that like, I always wanted to travel growing up. Uh, we were, we were very lucky. Like my parents, you know, we would be the, the family that like, you know, you know, typical, you know, blue collar working family, you know, mm -hmm. dad was in construction, you know, mom worked a regular, you know, office, office job. And, um, and they, you know, they, they, for, for them, it wasn't, Oh, let's buy a new car. Like, no, nah, no, nah. Like for them was like, Hey, whatever extra we have this year, you know, if any, it's like, let's go and take the kids somewhere. Let's take them over yeah. here. You know, let's expose them to what other people and other cultures are like, you know. And so we were very, very blessed in that sense where, like, my parents, you know, although times were never, I mean, you know, everyone grows up in some some kind of hardship, right? And, yeah. Um, you know, times were never, like, totally perfect. Like, you know, they always made a point to 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 take us and show us. And, and they really, they really, like, I'm so lucky to have my parents that, like, they were able to take us to, you know, Mexico at a very early age, you know, to this place, to that place and stuff like that. So I've always wanted to travel and continue on that, uh, that kind of, you know, ethos in life uh, that my parents instilled in me. So it's, it's very cool to be able to kind of do that nowadays. And, um, and next year we want to do like a, a like few, few other places, you know, go a little, go further and wilder than we have before. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so you uh, used to work on cars? Yeah, I'm a big car guy. Uh you can't actually oh. see it, but behind the camera right now I have uh it's not mine, uh, but it's it's a nineteen sixty-eight AMC javelin and that thing is uh in the process of restoration. I might I might show it to the world at some point, but uh yeah. that thing needs a lot of work. I, I also have a I'm a big BMW guy too, so I've got like a an old, you know, 1989, uh, 325i, uh, the E30 is, as many people call it. Um, another BMW, we've had BMWs, just like little clunkers that we'll buy for really cheap and then like put a, put some work into them, make them nicer and just like enjoy them. Right. And, yeah. um, yeah, that was kind of what I started off doing first. I actually had a YouTube channel doing that. That's really the origin of the yeah. whole YouTube stuff is like, I actually had a YouTube channel where I made long form videos of me just working on my BMW. Um, mm -hmm. And you can't find those videos. Don't try looking for them. I deleted all the videos. <laughs> but, yeah, I yeah. know um, yeah, I had a few that actually got like a couple hundred thousand views. I remember one time, like uh, this is before you had to like really get super nitty gritty with like the AdSense stuff on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like I remember I checked my like creator account once like years and years ago. And then all of a sudden there was like a thousand, a, a thousand bucks in there. And I was like, where did this come from? You yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm like, no way. And then I found out one of my videos like like went like some kind of viral, and I was like, no yeah. way, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. If you could have any car to like in your garage, what would it be? Oh, I hate this question, man. This is if you, you ever have ask three? a true car guy. What was that? <laughs> Do you need three? Is that what it is? <laughs> oh man. See, I don't even know if I want to answer this question because it's gonna tell anybody who knows cars and knows people who buy certain cars, it's gonna expose too much about me, man. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> not ready for that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one. How about that? I'll give you one car that I admire a lot. Okay. Okay. How about that? What's that? I really like this is gonna sound super like like uh, I don't know if I could swear, but it's gonna sound super like fuckboy. But you can say whatever you want, man. It's a bar, dude. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Uh, it's the Delago LP670 4 SV. Well, mm. it's a big mouth. It's the Lamborghini Murcielago SV, right? They only uh -huh. had it for one one generation. They made that particular car, and like, holy moly, man! I I saw. I, and that's that's more nostalgia for me than like, oh, I just like that car. Like, I you know, on one of the trips that my parents took us when we were kids, like. Uh, I actually like, we found ourselves in a very, like, very, very wealthy part of this somewhat very popular city. Um, yeah. and we were just there visiting. We were not staying in hotels there. Let me just be very, very clear. We literally, yeah, yeah. as the peasants we are, walked into the area <laughs> or took like a cab or something. Yeah. <laughs> we were just walking around. And the only reason why we went there is because my parents knew that I liked cars when we were kids and stuff. So they were like, oh man, this particular part of the city has cars. Um, and, and so they brought us in there and, and, uh, and sure enough, man, we pull up to this hotel and there's just like, like every type of hyper car, like super car you could imagine that was cool back then. This is like the early 2000s, early yeah, to yeah. mid 2000s. And like, um, and imagine me like a 10, 12 year old boy just sitting there just like, oh my God, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. And, and we then found out it was actually a, uh, a super, super wealthy oil shake uh, from the Middle East somewhere. I don't know exactly who it was, but like this guy comes out, you know, wearing like these really nice, uh, I'm, I'm forgive my ignorance i don't really know the names of the the gowns that they wear yeah, yeah. Uh, over there but um he comes out there wearing this nice stuff he's got all of his wives coming out all the kids coming out and yeah. like they're all just like each wife is going into like one of these like hyper cars and like he gets in and i'm sitting there like looking at this lamborghini of his and it's the it's the lamborghini murcielago sv and it's like and he had gotten uh a pink uh oh i'm sorry this one was purple sorry he had two one of them was a matte purple and one of them was a matte pink. And oh, like, yeah. these were factory colors, like yeah. actual factory. They were the only two, I think, that Lamborghini ever produced in those colors. And I literally saw them both there at the same time. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and there's a picture my parents have of me sitting there just like drooling over this car, right? right. He comes over to me and he's like, he's like, oh, you like it, God? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's very nice. He's like, hey, listen to this. And he gets in and like revs it for me and drives off. And I was just like, I just melted, man. I was like, there's no way that just happened. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so that's why, that's why that car is like very, very special to me. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it was never really that great of a car. It was a good one, but it's like, yeah. you know, that it just has a, a, a very, it's very deep in my heart, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. man. Have you ever like, like thought about going out and like renting one of those cars for a day? Just, to, I mean, have you driven something like that? Like one of those super IM? I, I have so i haven't driven a lamborghini before i have been in one 
Um, not the Mercy Lago. I, I sat in the Gallardo uh, a while, a few years back. I just went to yeah. a car show and yeah. I was a, like back when I was doing photography stuff. I just went, I, you know, that was a, a stint of me, a, a, a part of my life that I wanted to be like a car photographer. And I just went around and just from meeting people, you know, um, like I got to sit in their cars and like take photos with them, drive around in them and stuff. And like, um, I had like, I never drove one of those cars. I haven't, I still haven't to this day. Uh, but, uh, we're working towards it. All right. We're working. Yeah. towards it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I've seen those videos online where it's like, you know, this rich dude's wife or whatever, like rents him a Ferrari for a day or something like that. And I've always thought that would be pretty rad just to like drive one around for a day, you know, like take a little day trip up to Tahoe and just like whip around some like mountain roads and hopefully yeah. not wreck, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, that, that would be pretty rad. That, that would be mm-hmm. a, a good time to, to yeah, do something yeah. like that. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. I've, I've never, never, uh, never been in one of those type of cars. There's a place down the street for me that works on them all the time. They're always sitting out there on the street. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I would never really fit in one though. That's, right? that's my only problem. <laughs> that's the problem there. You're like, this is going to not work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, funny. knowing me, I would make it work though. I'd, I'd like cut my legs off to be able to drive a Lambo or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shave a little off the top of my head, you know? (laughs) Just a little, right? Right. (laughs) So, I mean, it sounds like through this conversation, you've been building to where you're at, like, slowly over the years. So, at one point, you're a photographer. At one point, you're starting a YouTube channel. Like, was it just, like, an interest in, like, video and, like, like, cameras from a young age? Was it something you did in, like, middle school or high school or something? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's a, that's an interesting one. I, I think about this all the time. It's like, I, I don't really understand how this started. You know, I really mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know where it started. You know, it must've been, you know, from an early age, I was just always interested in cameras. Mm-hmm. Like I've always liked the idea of being able to like, go out and document something to be able to see it, you know, in 20 years time, 30 years time, mm-hmm. 50 years time, you know, I've always loved history, you know, also, yeah. and I think it kind of all, bundles in you know and and i think you know it's always been like the really cool videos of you know uh seeing old you know you know anything from like stuff from like world war ii to like you know whatever kind of history was going on that was interesting and notable back in the day it was always interested me of like wow we can capture these moments it's Mm -hmm. somewhat how they were obviously you're never gonna get the sense you're never gonna get the feel the vibe right but you can capture what the at least what it looked like and what it sounded like Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's always kind of really drawn me, you know, to cameras. And the funny thing is, I'm not a movie person. So it never came from a, a cinema background. It was always mm-hmm. like strictly like, a, a, like, let me try to capture this to remember it. And then also a very artistic thing to me, too. Like, even to this day, even though I don't make edits, like we'll make like riding clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like my favorite type of mountain bike content is like the cinematic edits. You know, yeah. it is, it, it's like the, you know, the, the, the freaking, you know, mind spark media stuff. It's like the Sylvia film stuff from back in the days, mm-hmm. you know, it's the Isaac Wallen videos filming Brandon Semenik, you mm-hmm. know, doing this crazy slow-mo like tire tap thing. Like I yeah. love that stuff. You know, that's the kind of content I want to produce. Um, but obviously for anyone who watches my stuff, I don't, I don't make that kind of content. Yeah. Uh, 
but that's the stuff that I really, really appreciate. You know, I genuinely like that's the stuff. I'll just be driving somewhere on the road and I'll be like, that's a cool hill to build like a jump on. And then I can get a shot with the sunset coming down at golden hour and like all this blah, blah, blah. Like my head's always doing that, like constantly. Yeah. I can't turn it off. <laughs> yeah, there's a song I heard recently and the song just instantly like made this entire edit in my head. It's like oh. it, exactly like that, where it's like this song's so sick, and like I could see everything, you know, like yeah, the sunset, the riding. It, like in my mind, it was like a build ride kind of video, and uh -huh. yeah, it's interesting uh -huh. how um, I think when you get into this space, you really start to like think about things that in in a different angle like that, you know. Yeah, I, I would say though, I mean, you got to do that specialized video a while back where you um, were magically somebody else or the <laughs> evil twin, or I don't know what you want to call it exactly. Like, what was that experience like? Oh, dude, that was, that was unreal, man. Like it was, it was, first of all, I just got to give a shout out to the guys that were all involved in that project. You know, uh, the video guys, you know, like Drew and Matt, I mean, those guys were super, super cool. Like being out there riding with Cody Kelly you know, a dude that like I had looked up to for a very, very long time, you know, that was just an unreal, unreal experience. And then of course the rest of the team, you know, having them out there, it's just been like, you know, it was just one of those experiences I'm never going to forget. You know, it was the first ever like real video project that I had ever been a part of, um, you know, and, and it was tough, man. It was really, really challenging. Like I look back still to this day and I'm like, wow, those are some of the hardest days filming I've ever, I've ever had. I mean, mm -hmm. it was five to six, I don't, I don't remember, five or six days straight of wake up early, right at the crack of dawn, make food, get in the truck, drive out there, make sure we get the good lighting. Then, like, maybe we stop for a few hours and go back up there, drive, you know, ride, 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 you know, film, climb back up, film that again, climb up again, four more times, film that, oh, we didn't get a shot, ten more times, climb back up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it was so, it was like one of the coolest but also one of the most hardest experiences i've ever had were like physically hardest i swear i lost like 20 pounds on that trip in those five or six days man because yeah. we were we were burning so many calories dude and yeah um, and another thing too this is why i'm so like stern on like e-bikes are are just i mean yeah they make it easier but they're just like like people, pe pe like it's not that they're like you know late. People are lazy for for riding e bikes. Like that was we were on e bikes the whole time, and it was mm -hmm. no easier than, than being on a yeah. on a normal bike for filming, obviously, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you learned was, a lot. Like it probably gave you a whole different perspective on like how they shoot compared to like what your video production yeah. was like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and Matt and Drew both like they're they're the videographers. I mean, they are. Like they, they know what they're doing. Like they have the eye for it. Like we were sitting there sometimes and, uh, and like they were just freehanding, holding the camera, you know? And like, we would see him, he'd be like, okay, you're going to come in, come around the corner here. And then we're going to be here. And then just, just make it look steezy right here. We're like, okay. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, that's going to be a hard shot to get. And then they just run up like running the camera and like, they get like the fine tuned, you know, perfect shot of like the dust coming off of Cody's tire as he's doing like a whip. And it's like, I'm like looking at this footage, just like, what in the heck? How did you get that? You know? Yeah. 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 The thing that I like come to like is 
oh my god all that footage how do you go through that for the edit yeah. you know yeah yeah it's a lot man and and we didn't even use like most of the footage too like there's yeah. entire days where we were where we were filming the whole day you know and yeah. it, i didn't see a single shot from those days in the video <laughs> like, yeah like there's entire like sections of trail that like we spent hours on going up and down that none of it not none of it went in the video so it's like you yeah. know they, they you really have to like and that and that's really hard too because you have to follow the storyline right you have to follow the like the script that was given right and and that's something that was kind of fluid like you could kind of you know, one day we were like thinking, oh, we're going to film this in this particular way. The next day we were like, oh, it would actually be funnier or it would make more sense to have it shot in this direction. Or, you know, if we go over there and get a shot that looks like this, you know, um, it, and it was it was very like, you know, in some ways it was extremely uh, relaxed of a video shoot. But in other ways, mm -hmm. it was like it was it was extremely intense because you know yeah we're out there having fun you know we're all bros you know we're we're, we're high-fiving drinking beers you know and like but then you think like oh this is like a big project like we have to we have to actually produce something really good here you know we got to produce something that people are going to want to watch and people are going to remember it right mm -hmm. um and so it was a very a very unique experience a very interesting experience and and a lot of work went into it and like i'm more than happy with how it came out so, so they like reach out to you they're like hey we want to do this promo video with you and you're like yeah i'm down and then that was it or did you like get the script and then look at it first or did you pitch them some kind of idea how did that happen yeah so so it was a little bit of both um so we they were like they specialized approached us and they're like hey uh we have this idea there's this bike coming out um and you know the funny thing is i gotta back up actually because this we filmed this like the levo sl which was the video which the bike that the video was for that was released a couple months ago um this video we filmed it a year before the bike even came out like this mm -hmm. was done. I knew about all the, I knew, I knew about the bike. I knew about like how it worked. I knew all that stuff way before the, the bike even came out. And, right. um, and they said, they're like, Hey, keep this confidential. There's this bike coming out. We want to do a video with it. There's going to be two or three videos that are going to come out. We want you to be in one of those videos. And we're like, okay, cool. And they're like, and then they're like, okay, uh, but we need your help with the idea for it. So we're like, cool. So we, we got together with the filmers, uh, and kind of the crew just in general and we went back and forth for like a month or two on like ideas like hey, how about this you know um will this work you know what about going this direction with it um and we basically just like jotted down a whole bunch of ideas of how we would want the video to kind of be like a general script um you know but at this we, point you're not even like like cody kelly you're like one of your riders that's a pro rider or something no, no, like no. that or yeah I was actually just going to add that in. So it was, it, Cody was part of the original process as well. So okay, cool. they were like, specialized was like, we want Cody Kelly and we want Norma to be here to be in this video. Got it. Right. Got so it. they were okay. like, we want this, like, have fun. Here's the budget. Go have fun. You uh -huh. know, that was basically what it was. And, and, and so we got, like I said, you know, we all kind of just like for like a month or two, we just went back and forth on like how the script was going to work, you know, uh, zoom calls, you know, ideas. Oh, like then we would put something down. This is fantastic. We got out there and it's like, Oh, we got to adjust this, you know, this actually won't make much sense. And another thing that was really challenging about that is that, you know, at the time that we were coming up with the video for that, we didn't know many details on the bike actually, which was mm -hmm. funny because they were still working out some stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So they had some general topics, 
to touch over. Um, mm-hmm. But what's funny is that in, like when the video actually came out, we got more like towards the time when we were starting to edit it and stuff. I'm pretty sure we didn't get the full list of details until we were actually out filming. So, mm-hmm. so then I think we got like an email and like got it shared. They're like, yeah, this is like the key things you have to hit. And we're like, all right, cool. We can do that. No problem. Cause you were on the actual bike though in the video, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's the real yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the bike, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but the bike that was actually in the video, um, there was some differences of that bike yeah. compared to what's on the bike that you could buy today. Yeah, um, so it was still like a, a preliminary like yeah model yeah. like it yeah, was yeah, way yeah. pre-production you know they yeah. had there was only i think at the time there was only like four or five of them in the world and we had yeah. one of them well two of yeah. them sorry right um and the other the other few were like in europe or something for like the the global video um yeah. and so that was a that was a, that was an experience because we got handed the first day we got handed the bikes they're like don't break anything. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, you're handing this bike to me, right? Like, right. Yeah. 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 Have you guys done all the testing? Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They actually, um, it's funny. Like they, uh, after we did that video, I was talking to some of the guys at the factory and they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, you know, when you, when we got the bike back from you, we were able to see some of the stuff. Uh, and they actually were able to make some improvements after, <laughs> after i i gave the bike back they were like yeah we saw a little bit of wear here or like blah 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 blah. i don't want to get too technical they told me all the yeah, things yeah. But like they were able to actually improve the bike even more after that That's video awesome. shoot because i put it through the freaking ringer man yeah, <laughs> like, yeah 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 so so funny enough the bike that you can actually buy off the shelf today is better than the bike that we had in the uh in the video so yeah right on man yeah yeah, yeah. so you got this relationship with specialized like wow specialized like dumped a whole bunch of their people have you ever gotten any flack about that um no i wouldn't say flack um i just had a lot of people asking me questions like that was the only thing i i I mean i'll be honest i don't really like i'm not really too involved with that world of things you know that side of things um we're extremely blessed to be in the position that we're in um, and I know that like, you know, there was a lot of people that, that were, that were dropped. And I, that's, that's yeah. always, that's never good, you know? And, um, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's one of those things that like, you know, the, the bike industry sometimes is really, really volatile. Yeah. Um, so I can see both sides of it, right? I see the whole, oh man, like, you know, probably wasn't good to, to, to just let go of people right away. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but then I also see the other side of like, Oh yeah, this is a this is a business, you know, like yeah. things just happen like that, especially after like running my own business for so many years now. It's like there's some stuff that comes up that like we you can't predict, you know? Like, yeah. you know, it, it's that's one of the things and it's, it's not to like not to patch things up at all coming from me, but it's like it's just one of those things where like I understand it, you know? Um mm-hmm. I understand things are very volatile. Like at the end of the day, like the bike industry, it's still very small. Like if you really look yeah. at it from a grand scheme perspective, it still is very small. And and so so I feel like news also travels fairly quickly. And I feel like sometimes there is a little bit of bias as well yeah. on both yeah, sides. Yeah. Like I, I'm obviously biased to specialize, right? But then there's also like on the other side of things, like there's also people who are biased towards talking smack about specialized. It's like there's like yeah, a whole yeah plethora of people out there that just yeah. want to like like you know <laughs> so. yeah 100 yeah i mean you know, it, yeah. it is yeah. i was just curious honestly like um 
it, it was definitely like one of those things where you know I, I i heard people say these things you know what i mean yeah. so it was like yeah. like wow they got rid of x pro rider and then they picked up these like social media people and you know what i mean it's like yeah you know, and, yeah i no, mean, I, I know at the end of the day like my perspective is like that's not your position to be like like that's not something you should be concerned with. Like yeah. they came to you, they gave you this opportunity, you ran with it. And I think that's the, exactly. Ground, but yeah. It's not like yeah. you were like, Hey, specialized. Could you let go some of your people to pick me up? You know, no, like, no, I, you know? I, I really had nothing to do with it. I, I yeah. don't, th I mean, I don't think I had anything to do with it. Yeah, I know that sure like, you know, I, our whole thing is that like, you know, we, I just want to like, if I'm going to be in business with anybody, you know, it's like any, especially when it comes to like bike brands, like, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, you know, try to get a fast one out of anybody, you know, like, I want to, I want to actually produce good stuff. I want to have a, a good relationship with people. Like, I want to fulfill my promises and then some. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then I'll, but then on the other side, like, I also do understand the business side of it, you know, it's like, yeah. you can't let things get too personal. Yeah. Um, and with, with Specialized in particular, like, I have like such a long history with that brand from the yeah. get-go it's like you know like my first bike was a specialized like my first real bike was and it's like yeah you know so that's that's one of the things where it's like it's very very deep for me where it's like you know like they they've treated me so well like not just in the current professional times but like back yeah. when i was you know younger it's like that's my best memories are on a specialized yeah you know so yeah, it's no, like I totally get it's it, like man. yeah you know so i i'm i'm just in the position where I fully understand like how the whole business side of things works. Um, I get it, you know, um, and simultaneously, like I'm, I'm also extremely, you know, like not to simp or anything. Right. But like, I'm also like extremely blessed to be in the position that we're in. And, like we've made a lot of really, really good friends with at, at people at the company and, and they've shown us nothing but, but love. And, and, and it's just yeah. been amazing being able to get to know anybody over everybody over there and like work with them and everything. It's like, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's just such an ebb and flow, you know, with the mm -hmm. industry that, that it's, I've kind of promised myself not to take things like that personally, if negative things do ever end up happening or whatever, it's like, you yeah. know, it just, it just is what it is. Like we're all out there. The economy's not the best right now. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> these things are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent, man. I think the other thing too, like what you were talking about earlier is like, I'm pretty sure you're doing the same thing where it's like, you don't want to work with brands that you don't actually like stand behind, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I got that Kushcore box back there because I like using Kushcore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it's not because they like sent me some free product and I'm like, I'm in, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like I really dig it, you know? And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's exactly our perspective on it. Yeah. 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 The one thing that like I've been thinking about lately is, you know, I personally am at a spot where the bikes that I'm building are like pretty high end bikes, you know, and I, and mm -hmm. I feel like, like, how am I contributing to like people that that's not their budget? You know, I've been trying to think of, of that. And I mean, I mean, even yourself, like you went from, you know, a pretty like aluminum build kind of like stock kind of like low end build bike to like, what you're riding now, the, the bikes you're riding are all freaking legit. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, how do you, what, what, how do you think about that? You know? Yeah. I, I always, 
forever and ever, I'm going to love my less expensive aluminum heavy, cl- like clunkers, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to have love, you know, like if, if the world were to end tomorrow and I only had one bike left, it would probably be my, my status, you know, my status 160, you mm-hmm. know, aluminum bomb proof, you know, never failed me bike. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's like, I, I, I do come from, that's, that's my world, you know, like my world is the, I'd rather take a bike out that's just going to work and then I can ride and, and, and make the ride for what it is rather than like mm-hmm. try to rely on the, the bike to be the ride for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very much my approach to things. But with that being said, having the carbon nice bikes with the carbon wheels and the nice drive trains and nice brakes, it's freaking dope, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> it does, it does make a difference for sure. It makes it, it makes it that much easier to be able to go out there and actually pretend to be Brandon Semenik. So. Yeah. I think with the, I mean, especially as bigger guys, like I think the carbon wheels are a huge thing. Like I, I just like, I didn't realize how much I like felt flexing wheels before I started riding carbon wheels, you know? Like, do, are you saying like you're like you don't ride carbon wheels? Or you're only riding carbon wheels now. I only ride carbon, and like, yeah. the, like, but I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't realize how flexy wheels were until I started riding carbon. You, you know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah. I just thought that's how it was all the time. Uh-huh. You know, and but it's uh-huh. like also, but because I'm bigger, the way that that I would make them feel, like even like even now. Like if I don't ride a 29er for a while and I get on a 29er, like I can feel the wheels like flexing in, even with carbon, like in, in like rocky areas or in some like certain situations. Right. Uh-huh. And it takes me like a couple of weeks of riding a 29er until I'm like able to not pay attention to it anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And those aren't like experiences that people that are, you know, a hundred pounds lighter than me, they're like, no, dude, these, fu- these wheels are fucking solid, dude. They're like the stiffest wheels I've ever had. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, they don't even know, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think the same thing goes with like brakes. It's like, you know, I actually took your advice on my last build and you told me when we were riding um, up in Georgetown, you were like, dude, why are you on 203s? Like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, like get two two threes or two you know and and um yeah i did it on the last build and dude it's definitely it's a difference you know yeah and especially like like that's not like it doesn't make sense for my buddy that weighs 165 pounds to put those brakes on yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but for us it's like dude i mean if you have 180s on your bike your braking experience is going to be pretty shitty yeah yeah (laughs) what what breaking experience (laughs) exactly yeah exactly you know so i mean do you think that like like how how do you think that what am i trying to say here like if if you're building a bike what components as a big guy are like big priority to you yeah. Well, I mean, at the top of the list for me, like, and I'm not, it's, it, before I say any of this stuff, I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to plug anybody in particular, um, mm-hmm. but we do full disclaimer. Like we do work with a, a few of these brands. So like yeah. Kushcore, for example, like at the top of the list, like I have to have Kushcore in my tires. Like yeah. I'm so used to it now. It's so 
it's just so much better now, you know, <laughs> like yeah. than, than just having just regular tubeless, you know, it's like having that cush core in there makes such a big difference for me that, that I mean, I'll, I'll ride a bike without cush core, but like, I'm not going to do anything real, any real riding yeah. with it, you know? Um, so that's the very top thing. Uh, and then sticking with the tires, like I have to have the, the, the gravity casing tires. Right. So, so we run the specialized tires, big fan of them. You know, um, those, those ones, like they come in, in a few different varieties, you know, there's the trail casing so on and so forth, but they also have the gravity casing too, which is like, uh, the, the, the type of cases like Lloyd Bruni or Finn Isles, you know, those guys were yeah. in the world cup stages. Uh, those are the tires that I run, right? I, I love the cannibals, right? Those ones and the hillbillies. I love both of those tires, man. Um, is, are so you doing two, that for like pinch reasons or for sidewall reasons? What's your reason for, for the it's, gravity casing? It's all, it's all of the above for me. Um, uh-huh. you know, the, the trail tires are really good. I do have some bikes that have trail tires on them. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I usually just use those tires for, you know, if I want like a cross country, like super chill, like yeah. ride for it. I'm not, I know I'm not going to hit any like rock gardens. I know I'm not going to yeah, hit yeah. any jumps. You know, like I'll use it for those. Right. But for mm-hmm. like my, my everyday bikes that like, you know, my Enduro, for example, right. Like I'll have that, I'll have gravity tires on that no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't care about weight or anything, even though they don't even weigh that much. Like I don't, yeah. I just don't even care about weight. Like I just, I want it to be able, I want to be able to go out there and not have to worry about my tire exploding on me, you know? Yeah. So like the combo of, you know, the Kush core, the DH tires, uh, also like rings are another important thing. Um, we are, we do run the revolve wheels. Um, I get a lot of hate, dude. People, people hate that I run those wheels. I don't understand why, but, but they're freaking awesome, man. I haven't this, I haven't had to replace a wheel like ever. Um, mm-hmm. they're the old, no, I'm sorry. I lied. The only time I had to replace one of those wheels is when I got hit on the highway and my bike was on the rack and a car <laughs> smashed into me and it broke the wheel. And that's the only time go. I ever had to replace one of those wheels. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's specialized uh, brand of wheel is what, what it is, right? Yeah. Revol. Yeah, yeah. They're the specialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're like, it's interesting. Like they are, I guess they're like part of, they're under the specialized umbrella. Um, but like the engineers and stuff, I think I met one of the engineers. Uh, they're like kind of their own separate thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of part of DT Swiss also. So mm-hmm. a lot of the same technology is back and forth. Um, yeah, like okay. all, all, yeah, like all the new, like Revol just recently had a, a drop of like new carbon wheels, like all their, their whole new line of wheels just released. And they're actually really, really cool. I've been running them on a, on a few of my bikes and, and they are like I'm very impressed <laughs> at, at yeah. what an improvement these wheels are. You know, it's 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 amazing. Um, we actually were up in in Whistler. I got I got to test them all out in Whistler well, for the first time. Like that was my first ever ride on them. And man, mm-hmm. I, I did two weeks of riding on those wheels on the alloy ones, and uh, and they they're still they still look dead straight. Like not a single mm-hmm. kink in them at all. And they're still running exactly as when I brought, put them out of the box. And that's like hardcore. Like, yeah. you, I don't know if you've ever been to Whistler before, but it, it is, there's some trails up there that are freaking intense. And that is, yeah. nothing ever happened. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so the wheels there, I, usually, I run the Roval wheels. Um, I avoid carbon cranks. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I, I go, I don't go anywhere near carbon cranks. What, what's your reason? Uh, well, have you broke some? Uh, huh? Have you broke some? 
Well, I've never even used them before. <laughs> I've yeah. ridden them on other bikes. Uh, uh -huh. I've used them before. I've never personally owned a pair of carbon cranks. Um, so what is the reason then that you're anti-carbon then? What's the reason? It's not anti-carbon. It's just anti-carbon cranks. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just that like, that's a spot. I'm trying to like think, I know what, I know what it is. I'm not just stumbling on the reason why I know the yeah. reasons, the very particular reasons why I just don't want to get in trouble for saying something <laughs> like that's the thing, right? Okay. Uh, let's so. just say this. I have trust issues. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, I it's a it. me problem. Let's just say, yeah, it's no, I understand. Problem, right. Like, yeah. I mean, I've ridden uh, carbon cranks for quite some time. Yeah. Um, I've broken more than one set. So, I mean, it definitely happens. Um, but I've also, I mean, I broke a freaking aluminum one, like, like snapped the fucking bottom bracket before where I had to pedal out with one leg. So, oh, I mean, wow. like, like shit fucking breaks, man. Like at the end of the day, yeah. this is mountain biking and we're on the, the higher end of the threshold of, of yeah. like product testing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very like, much so. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's yeah. one of the things. That's one of the reasons yeah. why why I say it's a me problem. Like yeah. if you're if you're out there, if you weigh 125 pounds, 150 pounds, you're fine. Just get whatever cranks. You're not gonna break any, right? Yeah. Or it's or not never say never, but it's gonna yeah. be really hard for you to break a pair of cranks, yeah. right? But if you're 300 to 350 like I am, like I probably not a good idea to run carbon. Yeah. Like anything other than carbon frames, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's yeah. I didn't know if there was like a flex thing or something that you had like specifically experienced, or it's just. I mean, your reason of just like just because is good enough. Like it doesn't have to be like some yeah. freaking morally like expansive reason. Like yeah, I just yeah. decided I don't like them. Like that's no, cool. I, I have reasons. I trust me, I yeah. have reasons beyond just my own. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, there was a certain point where I always took my riding like. Like I, I, you know, every time you do something on your bike, it's like a risk reward kind of like matrix that you run in your head, you know, yeah. and like, is it worth this? And then like, for me, for a long time, I always thought like, Hey, I'm keeping this risk at a place where I feel like it's manageable for like what the reward is. And zero part of that, did I ever think about my, any of my gear failing to cause the, the, like the risk to be higher. Like for me, it was always like, if I like break my arm, it's because I did something stupid, you know, or like if I freaking, you know, break my neck and I'm a quadriplegic, it's because I was going too fast on something that I couldn't like handle yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I sure. never once thought until, <laughs> until like something failed and it was like, Hey, I had a fork fail. And next thing you know, I'm separating my shoulder and I couldn't ride bike for six months. Uh. Like, like that was never in that ma matrix, you know? So it really like changed my perspective for a long time. And it took me a long time to get like over the fear of something out of my control, like happening. Yeah. And, and even now, like sometimes dude, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm an overthinker, man. Like I'm always like processing shit all the time. That's one of the reasons yeah. I love biking is because like when you're screaming down a hill, you actually can't think about anything else than like what you're doing. Right. Yep. But, but like sometimes you get out there and you start thinking, dude, if my handlebar snapped right now. You're like, Whoa, stop. 
like, <laughs> we can't go down this road or you won't be doing this anymore you know yeah. like, like you know what i'm saying like there's a certain yeah. point where like you gotta just i mean how how do you deal with that i mean you're definitely like you're a big guy like mm-hmm. do you do you have those battles sometimes in your head yeah oh for sure for sure you know and there's uh you know i've, I've been very lucky to where i haven't had um anything catastrophic like that ever happened to me you know yeah. i've never had frames snap on me you know like i've never had like wheels blow up before i, I mean intentionally i have intentionally yeah. i'm trying to break shit right? right but um but no man i mean I, there's there's i'm very lucky to I, I haven't had like any serious serious things like like that happen but it really is it really is always in the back of my mind i mean i i think especially like i was just in utah for example right and for anybody who's been out there, for those who haven't been out there, sorry, uh, it, it it completely changes your perspective of, of what can be done on a bike. You know, we were out there for for uh, for Red Bull Rampage, and um, so we, we we saw the event live. You know, we were out there on site. You know, it, and it, it it it's one thing seeing it on video; it's a totally different world seeing it in real life. You know, and and yeah, it it brought so much trust to me for bike products because they're most of these dudes they're not running like most of them aren't running some specialty double you know double the amount of carbon for extra strength like nah dude like they're running just off the shelf parts um and it's surviving like none of the dudes had a catastrophic mechanical like none of them did and they're hitting stuff that is that is 50 times bigger than anything else i would ever hit you know and and so so like when you go out there like you know i after the event, uh, we went out to uh, the old Rampage site, which for those people who, who don't know, it's like the, the sites where, where Rampage happens today, nowadays, it's on private land, which is why they're able to make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. But the old, some of the original Rampage sites, those are actually all on public BLM land. So mm-hmm. anybody can go out there and ride all of that stuff. It's all still yeah. there. Everyone still maintains it. Like they're always digging jumps and drops and stuff. Yeah. So you can literally pull up in your car, park walk right up and you're looking at the old features you know there's the bender sender you know josh bender for those of you guys who follow the free ride scene like his drops are all there anyone can hit them you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's all right there and there's there's some moments for me going back to the components question you had it's like there's some moments for me where i'm sitting at the top of some of these these jumps and drops and i'm just like man like you're looking at this like first of all can i hit this second of all yeah. if i do muster up the balls to hit this like is my bike gonna survive you know yeah yeah <laughs> uh it, it's a genuine fear you know and like i said i've been very lucky to not not have catastrophic failures before um mm-hmm. but it's it's a thought that like it's a it's an unknown thing because i don't know what that's like i don't know what it's like for a fork to snap and next yeah. thing you know you're going over the i don't know what that's like i really genuinely don't yeah. or like you know your your cranks fall apart you know or like the wheel snaps in half while you're in the air yeah. or something you know it's like yeah, i don't yeah, know what yeah. that's like so there's always that in the back of my mind of like, is it worth it? You know, is it worth it to hit this? Is it worth it to put myself and my bike through this risk? I'm mm-hmm. a thousand miles from home. You know, the nearest hospital is 30 minutes away. Like, am I, you know, is this, is this worth it? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it that we just take for granted. Like, like how many times have you been to Downingville? Uh, like maybe four or five times. Right. Like every year somebody dies up there. You know what I mean? Serious? It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. geez. So it's like, you know, 
we just take it for granted, dude. We're up there having a good time, freaking yeah. drinking beers at lunch and go do another lap, you know? Wow. And it's like, you like, at the end of the day, the sport that we're doing is, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Even in the, like, in the, we're not rampage rider, you know, like people, but like, it's still a dangerous sport, you know? And uh, yeah. it's, it's crazy to like, you have to put that into perspective. You know what I mean? You, you definitely do. Yeah. But what was that like being out there at, at Rampage? I, the one short that you guys did, I thought was like so good where you're sitting oh. on the couch and you're looking at them, do the jumps and you're like, you got this look on your face. Like I could do that. And then yeah. you roll up and you guys just pan out. And it was like, honestly, it was such a great shot of like where that was panned to that it put it in a totally different perspective. I mean, you see oh, those guys that yeah. those jumps and it doesn't look like, I mean, it looks big. Like there's yeah. no way, like it doesn't, but no, like yeah. that shot really, even for me, like put it into a lot of perspective. Yeah, no, it, it's it, first of all, shout out to my buddy, Ryan Rodriguez. Yeah. He was, uh, he was the guy in that video. He He's one of those guys that hits everything. I mean, he's out there hitting all that stuff. All the rampage guys are hitting. And, um, you know, that particular drop in that video, um, it's you stand at the top of that and 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 again like the video that i that i made you know making fun of that drop um it, it you don't even see the like it's it's a better perspective but you really don't understand it like you don't get it like like it's something that like your brain can't comprehend watching a video on youtube or something right because yeah. it's another thing when you walk up and you're standing on top of the drop looking down and you're just like you just get the, the like the cold chills just fill your body. You're just like, there's no way. Like yeah. it's really one of those things where you walk out there and you look at these features and you're like, wait, 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 wait. Someone, someone's ridden this. Like, yeah, it's it blows. There's like, I mean, I know you you live in the California Sacramento area, right? Yeah. So it's like you know there there is nothing that I'm aware of within a five hour drive of where we live. Cause I'm, I'm only a few hours away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nothing that I'm aware of. Like you can go to Santa Cruz and like the biggest feature out there. You can go up to Tahoe, the biggest feature over there. Yeah. There is nothing within hours and hours of a drive of where we live that is, it comes even remotely close to as big as the biggest features out in Utah. Yeah. Like it is, it is unreal. And, and I mean, to be fair, we don't really have the, uh, environment to be able to do that around here like i mean if you look at the the, the, the topography of that area yeah. it's like mesas right it's all these ancient mesas you know that have that have worn down over thousands and millions of years probably yeah. so they've created like this perfect environment for you to just build ginormous features mm -hmm. um and that on top of that it's like the dirt's also really good out there too you know it's dusty it's sandy but if you if you can get water out there and pack it down i mean it's better than most dirt i've ever seen in the world of the places yeah. that i've traveled to for riding so it's like you do have the perfect setup to be able to do that but it's still man like i don't even know like i still haven't processed like any yeah. like, it's still what was that experience there. like being there i mean that's not like i'm pretty sure that's not open to the public is it the the rampage sites like the the current ones yeah so you can i don't want to speak for for it but um yeah but generally I, speaking like rampage is not like they're selling tickets for like joe Schmo to come show up and like cheer on right no no you have to yeah it's yeah, like invite so, 
Yeah. Uh, no, no. You can buy tickets. Like. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So you can. They sell out like within minutes, though. But like, yeah, yeah. You can. You can buy tickets. So. So. Oh, okay. How about this? I'll just give you the run through of like the experience then. Sure. Um, yeah. Let's hear it. Man. So. So for those for people who haven't been there, uh, I don't know what it's like in the past, but this is how my experience was this this past year. So we bought the tickets online, right? Uh, we had to sit there on the computer, reloading, reloading, reloading. And then we got lucky and we actually got two tickets for me and my brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we bought the tickets, right? They were like, uh, they were like 500 bucks uh, per ticket. Um, we ended up doing like the VIP passes because we were going to do filming and stuff. Um, but it wasn't that necessary. Uh, we were able to, we got extra bonuses like food. We had to walk out on course and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. for the average person, just the regular ticket was probably the best, the best option. Mm-hmm. Um, you get out there, you actually go to Utah, you go out to, to Virgin, right? A little town in the desert, uh, just outside of St. George. And, um, and you're immediately greeted with like incredible mesas, right? To get to the actual event, we had to meet at this like little uh, like makeshift, you know, uh, like parking lot that was in mm-hmm. some on some random farm field in the town of Virgin. Like it was nowhere yeah. near the event. And uh, and we got into these little buggies, right? These like Jeeps and, and, and like off road vehicles at uh-huh. like 6 a.m. in the morning. We had to get up at five o'clock in the morning to get out there to be in the oh, yeah. by 6 a.m for a 10 a.m. Uh, start time for Rampage. And oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was an intense day, man. And <laughs> right. um, and so we're sitting there, it's freezing cold. Like, it was like 30 degrees out. <laughs> yeah. We're shivering there. I'm in shorts, and I'm just like, oh, geez. <laughs> like, right. Know? And um, so then they, they eventually take you out onto this property, right? So you go across the road, and it turns instantly into dirt, and you're on this hardcore off-roading trail and you're just like on this jeep bouncing all over the place going up over hills down valleys over rivers like you're full-on off-roading out there and then all of a sudden you just it just opens up and you and you come closer and closer to these mesas and uh and then there's there's the site then you see it and when you get to this area it's about like maybe three miles three to four miles of off-roading out Mm -hmm. into this property when you finally do see the mesas, I mean, you know where you're at. Like, like you start to see features that you've seen on the internet. You start to see big jumps. Like, you see, like, yeah. a, a takeoff and then nothing. And then, like, maybe what looks like a landing 100 feet away. And you're yeah. just like, okay, that's what it is, right? You pull in and then you start walking out to the actual site where they do the, the, the competition. And you get there and it's just like... It's just as you see on TV. I mean, you got the Red Bull banners everywhere. You have, you know, Cam McCall and Nikolai Orgatkin. They're over there in this tent, you know, talking to the camera with their headphones on, being all yeah. serious and stuff. And um, you got like pro athletes, you know, Kyle Straits walking over this way, Cam Zink's over there, you know, you know, yeah. Ben Vay's walking. You see him up there finishing something on his line, you know, just everybody. And you're just walking amongst all of this, man. Yeah. And, and so, so it's you're like you're surrounded in- by like your all your like oh. movie star idols. Kind oh, of, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. it's the coolest thing, man. Like they're literally right there. Like you are yeah. with here to there able to you yeah. know, touch them. Right. Not that you should. You'll, you'll get punched yeah. in the face if you do. But yeah. like, you were you know? fanboying a little? Like, were you like. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. Like, 
Yeah. And, and, you know, we're, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause you know, going along with the, what, what kind of a question that you were talking like you asked me earlier about like, what's changed, you know, with, with the, all this, you know, social media stuff, like we're, we're in a very, like, I mean, I feel so lucky cause it's like a lot of these dudes I grew up watching, you know, I grew up idolizing them and, and now, you know, we just show up and, you know, like Kyle comes over, Kyle straight comes over. He's like, dude, what's up, man? Like, you know, chatting with him for a little bit. Cam Zink's over there. What's up, dude? You know, yeah, say yeah. hi. Like, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's, it's, it's no, it's not the, oh, can I get a picture? It's more like, dude, come over here. Come check this out. You know, it's like one yeah, of those yeah. kinds of things now. Right. Um, so that's really, really cool. Just being able to actually, you know, get in there, you know, be like, I'm not going to say I'm part of the club because there is a yeah, club. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. There's a but club. You get in the right? room now. <laughs> um, but like, you know, we, we'll show up and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're just, we're just hanging out, man. Like, it's the coolest thing, dude. Like, it's, it's awesome guys that like, you know, you, you see these guys on videos growing up and the next thing you know, you're just here chilling with them and just talking about random stuff that has nothing to do with biking, you know, and then you get to know like their families and stuff like that. It's, it's a very, very cool experience. And, and a lot of these guys, like they're just the coolest, most down to earth people that you could ever imagine. I mean, you know, everybody who's in that, in that limelight, you know, they all, they all have to put on, you know, a face, you know, for, yeah. for, for the, for the presence, you know, what people, people think that they are, but, but at the core, you know, everyone, they're all just really good people, you know, really yeah. genuinely like, like wholesome people. And, and they just happen to do way more badass stuff than I do. So yeah. what was your big yeah. takeaway from the whole event? Like, what was the thing that you walk away thinking about? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the main thing it's, it's a two part thing, right? Because the main thing is, first of all, like I'm, I'm not like these people, like these, these guys that are hitting this stuff, they, they are, there is something truly like, there's something truly different about who they are as people, you know, mm -hmm. in that, in that respect, right. To them, to be able to sit, to look at a cliff and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll ride my bike off that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then what, and then part B to that is the amount of respect that I gain for those guys. You know, because yeah. it's like, like I said, it's like the perspective of, of seeing it online as opposed to seeing it in person, man, yeah. it is, it is a whole different world and, and seeing it in person, seeing these guys nail their lines, get out of it, you know, somewhat unscathed, you know, yeah, like is just unreal, you know, and I used to think, you know, this is one of the things from a fan perspective that has really changed for me is when I was, when I was growing up watching Rampage. Like, I'd be there like, oh, come on. Why did he do a backflip off of that? You know, he could have totally <laughs> put in a trick there, you know? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, and then now I'm like, I'm like, I was so dumb. Like, <laughs> dude, just getting down the hill is enough of a, of a feat, you know? It's like, that's, yeah. that's epic on its own. And then these guys are throwing, like, flares and stuff. It's like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's no, hilarious, it's, actually. I highly suggest it for anybody who's like on the fence. Like if you could pull it off, if you can afford to go out to Utah and do the whole thing, you know, get out get a hotel, stay out there a few for a few days, like see Rampage, yeah. you know, go out to the old site, bring your bike, ride with those guys. I would highly suggest it because it's like if you go for the few days around Rampage, like not only are you like able to watch the Rampage and see that stuff, but if you go out and ride the local stuff, like the old sites. Like you're you're gonna literally run into like these pros. Like they're just they just like like and the thing is like you got the guys that show up for the event to actually like compete in Rampage. Uh, but then you also have like all the other like slope style guys, like 
you know, YouTubers, whoever it is, like all these people, they all show up to this event. Like this is like, you're walking around you're like, Oh, there's that guy. Like, Oh, what's up dude? Like, and then, Oh, it's that guy. Like, I know him, you know, like we're like the day after the event, like we show up at the, at the old right rampage site. And we have like, there's, there's Eric Fedko, Thomas Lemoyne, a bunch of their buddies just all out at, on the jumps, just session. I'm just there just hanging out just like, yeah, sick, yeah. man, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it's just like, it, it really brings this like whole new vibe of like, you know, it's like seeing these guys out in, in their world rather than at, a, at an event somewhere like going to Sedona Fest or something. You see these pros. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 like they're out there in their element. And it's really cool yeah. seeing it from that perspective. So, yeah, 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 I bet. It's definitely, um, it, it's intriguing, you know? So is that your normal kind of ride? Like you like jumpy stuff or like, what are you into? You, Yeah, uh, that's my thing, man. <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the jumps. I like the like the, uh, the 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 drops, the flow, the built up, you know. But I also like the tech, man. Mm-hmm. Like out there, we wrote, we wrote a trail called uh, Flying Monkey. I think it is. Forgive me if I'm messing the name up, but I think that's uh-huh. what the trail was called. Sheesh, man that that was that that made every trail where I live easy. <laughs> yeah, just the tech on it. Oh, it's unreal. And I have a video coming out on my second channel of that that trail. It's it, you're like on a hundred foot cliff, half the trail. You're just like, I, if I mess up a little bit, I am dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're done, yeah. man. I don't do yeah. good with the heights, man. I'm like, I'm yeah, like, nah, that's not yeah, my jam. Yeah. But, Utah might not be your place then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably not. But I like watching it. I mean, it's definitely cool. It's interesting. Like, I mean, as somebody that does stuff on film, when I look at something and, and on film, I'm like, that looks big. I know that it's like five times bigger than that in in real life. Even if the shot did a great job, you know? And, and it's funny. I mean, like, I'm sure even you do this time. I mean, it sounds like you did there. Like there's still stuff that you look at it and then you get out there and you're like, Oh yeah, that's right. The camera does not make this look yeah. right, you know. And you're like yeah. standing there, yeah. like, "Holy crap, this is intimidating yeah. as hell." Yeah, so. and that was actually one of my fatal mistakes that I made on this trip. You know, we had a video idea that I was. It was basically going to be like, you know, we started filming it too. It was like, "Hey, can someone like me ride the rampage features?" Like yeah. that was the whole video idea, and we get out there, had the whole film. We even got a cameo of Brett Tippy in the video. And like, which also he's an awesome guy too. In person, yeah, if you yeah, yeah. Say yeah I met him a few times. Um, good buddy of mine. Uh, so he, so he, we had a cameo of him in there, and like we had this whole plan of like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna go film like me hitting these features and these canyon gaps. We had it all planned out. I we got out there, we we're like, I can't do any of this. <laughs> I can't do any of it. We scrapped the idea. <laughs> so, yeah, just took one look at it and no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That basically totally could be the video. Me. Just you getting up there and being like, uh, this ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically, yeah. we just gave I saw the first because we did our scout day without the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. like well, the first day we were out there, and like, or this is probably the first day we had a chance after the event to like go out there and actually see the see the the spots. Mm-hmm. And we within an hour, I was like, damn it, like I can't hit any of this stuff. Like, like we went through like five of the features that I had planned to hit, and like you're like, where's the smallest it. one? Can we see the smallest one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the small ones. It's like you look at the small ones. Even the small ones are bigger than anything we have in our area. <laughs> like, yeah. So you're just like, oh man. Like even the easy, the quote easy stuff. 
I'm yeah. sitting there just like, man, this is 10 levels above what I can do. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be the front guy anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, even my brother, my brother Durs, who he hits big stuff. He's a way better way better rider than I am. He's got way more balls uh-huh. than I do. Um, even he was looking at this stuff and he was like, Man, I can't hit this. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't happening, huh? <laughs> Yeah, no, we were both just like, dude, we should just scrap this. Like, just let's just not get hurt. Maybe next yeah. year, you know. <laughs> yeah. How far out is the content that you're recording versus when it's like hitting the internet? Yeah. Um. So like, it, it kind of varies, right? It depends on a lot of like what we've got going on. Um. Sometimes we'll be like a month in advance. We'll have like a month's worth of footage or videos mm-hmm. or whatever just ready to go. All I have to do is hit, hit, you know, post. Um, uh-huh. uh, but times like right now, like we've, we've just been so busy, right. That like we had to put off co- projects, uh, to make way for other projects. Uh, we've got like a ton of videos in the works right now. So it's like, right now we're, we're a little like, we have a bunch of stuff. Um, but probably won't start seeing that till next week or the week afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's where like, you know, like short form content, like we, we, I have a video like to post and that's it, you know, and yeah. we have to go out and film some more. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, it, it's a, it's a, it's another ebb and flow, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's so dependent on what our schedule looks like. So, yeah. Are you guys always just kind of like constantly trying to come up with ideas or do you guys do some brainstorming together or you just like have enough people like giving you comments now that you're like, I just do everything that they ask. Cause they're, they got <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a, that's another ebb and flow. You know, one of the things I've, I've found is happening nowadays because this, this answer has actually changed over time. Like if you look at like the old podcasts I've done in the past, I, I'll, I've said something along the lines of like, you know, a lot of it is just stuff that comes up on the spot. Right. Um, some of it comes from like friends giving me ideas or comments online, giving me ideas mm-hmm. or, um, you know, stuff like that, or I'll see something and try to recreate it, you know? Um, but nowadays, uh, like it's just, it's interesting. Like there's so much stuff going on nowadays that what it ends up the reality of what, what it ends up being is that like, I'll go like a month of like, not a single idea, you know, like nothing really pops up and then it'll be like a day where like all of a sudden my brain is just like, boom, like idea, 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 you know, whatever. Um, it's just kind of that that's really kind of what it's what it's evolved to and 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 then on top of that also like i do like recently i asked i asked i put a poll on instagram and i was like hey like what what other ideas for this should i do you know and then i'll just like see what people say and then i'll usually just go through and like pick the funniest ideas right or mm-hmm. like the most popular ideas and then i'll kind of just like make a video or a, or a variant of that idea mm-hmm. um and then do something with it like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, there's no, there's no actual method to the madness. I promise. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a lot less cool than you think it is to come up with ideas. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Jess last week and I was telling her, like, I, I've recently done a couple of, uh, like, kind of short, funny kind of videos. And, and, um, <laughs> the way that you film it and the way that you edit it is just so different than the long form content. It's, um, even though it's the same, it's different. Like, I, I don't know how to, like, I don't know a good analogy right now, but it, it is really like dramatically different, you know, and how, how you, how you put those together. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. 
No, it's a lot of a lot of it comes from like mood as well. Like mm-hmm. if you look at like the like I feel with short form, it's easier to stay consistent in how I edit things. Um, just because I use kind of the same program, I use kind of the same met, like editing strategy for it. You know, it's like 15 second videos, right? There's, there's like, I kind of have a rhythm to it already. Right. Is um, that what you shoot for 15 seconds? It depends. It depends entirely. Right. Like there's some ideas that, you know, like, like, for example, like if, if you were to take like all the videos of mine that have done well, like really well, like, like multi, multi-million view videos um most of them are going to be between the eight and 15 second range like that's just the reality of it right but if you take my top like five videos that i've ever made like the like the deca million view videos right they've all been in the 20 to 25 second range so yeah so if you would like to go on youtube like and look at like the top if you just like hit like most popular videos or whatever on shorts like the very first one is, is, is passing people on trails. Right. And that was, that was like a, I don't know how many seconds, like 30 second long, long video or something, mm-hmm. you know, and it started, it started off, you know, just boom right away. And it was just like hit with things, you know, the whole way through. Right. Um, I've te- nowadays, I tend to not look at like the time of the video so much. You know, back back when I was starting to get really into like the whole algorithm stuff and like what you know hooks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people like to say that like the time has a lot to do with it. But because of I think that's changing. That like you know a year ago that would have been more relevant. But I think nowadays what's happening is that there's so much like so much different content out there, especially now that TikTok, for example, it, TikTok's still one of the most most visited platforms right now in the world, but they've they've recently introduced like long form content on there too so you can watch videos that are like 10 minutes long on tiktok now Mm -hmm. um and that's gaining some popularity so i think what's happening is that i think people are more drawn to the type of content and like how quickly it's able to draw you in and the general topic of what it is that you're talking about as opposed to like oh let's just make the short and like 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 dopamine, 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 you know, it's like, yeah. it's, you know, it's a lot less of that and more of like, okay, this is something that can actually value me, right? Bring Are they value. segregating their long form from their short form or is it, it's just it's, mixed together? It's, it's all, it's all over the place, man. Like if you'll go through your, your for you page, right? You're just scrolling yeah. through, like you'll get a video that's, th- that's 10 seconds long. Then yeah. you'll get so one it's not like minutes. YouTube where it's like, you're systematically being on shorts or you're systematically being on long form content. Yeah. 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 No, no. YouTube is way more organized about it. TikTok's yeah. just like, bleh, there's everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. interesting to me. Like how, I wonder how the algorithm works on that because like, it's such a two different like mindsets. Like, like for me, like personally as a human, when I sit down at lunch and I'm eating a sandwich and I want to watch something that's like, I want to watch it the whole time I'm eating the sandwich, right? Yeah. So I don't want to be scrolling. So I like, I'm purposely opening up YouTube and doing that. And it's, yeah, it could still be something where I'm okay to walk away from, mm-hmm. but that's a different mindset than like, I'm sitting on the toilet taking a dump and I just want to scroll, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, this could be done in 30 seconds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So like, yeah, it's totally, it's, uh, so it's interesting to me, like how they would work that out, but I don't know what the deal is with the algorithm over there at all. I mean, we, we talked about a little bit earlier, but 
I mean, it's, yeah. I can post the same video and I don't get your, your kind of views, but like, like the last one I did, I had like 4,000 views on YouTube and 4,000 on, on Instagram and like eight on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Exact same video. It's, all, it's all, yeah, it's so all over the place, man. And, and, uh, you know, there's, there's another platform too, that like nobody, I'm just, this is the first time I'm actually talking about this publicly, but a little secret I've been keeping is Snapchat. <laughs> Oh, you um, you've talked about this publicly. I have. Okay, okay. Yes. Well, I guess. I... Yeah, because I was gonna ask you about it. I wasn't sure if it would make it while we were on the on the show, but now that you yeah. brought it up, I listened to your your interview with Kyle Warner, and you oh, talked about yeah. it. that's right. You talked yes, about it on there, and I was honestly like blown away because I thought Snapchat was for like filters of dog face, and like that was it. I didn't know they even had a platform for watching like content. Yeah, what's going it's... on over there? Dude, it, it is. First of all, there's a lot of, uh, uh, how shall I say this? A lot of uh, lovely ladies doing very non-grandma friendly things. Yeah. Let's put it so that like, way. It, it's like, it's like, 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 what do you call it? It's like OnlyFans, like B minus or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's basically like, from what I could tell, it's, it's a combination of like a bunch of, of girls trying to promote their OnlyFans. Yeah. And a bunch of creators, like the, like the cheap, like the, like the, it's like, uh, it's, I don't want to be mean or anything, but it's, it's like the creators that don't come up with their own original ideas, you know, that just steal like Mr. Beast ideas or something. Yeah. And then try to make like short, like 15 second viral versions of what he does. Yeah, yeah. So like re-editing other people's shit. It's like, hey, here's Joe Rogan's freaking podcast edited down to like these 10 second bites. And I'm not Joe Rogan, but I'm getting these views. Uh not like that. Not like that. That's that yeah, that's very common. But but what I was saying is more like actual creators, like people like you or I, like right? Copying their there. other content. <laughs> they just they just take other people's ideas. Like yeah. And and like you'll you'll see like a bunch of the I don't know if you've, you've come across this part of the internet before, but it's like the videos that of people like throwing glass bottles downstairs and like that's shattering and like the whole video is is about like what's inside the glass bottle, you know, yeah. <laughs> that kind of content, like the pure yeah. like just numb your brain, like you're not going to gain anything type content, you know. Uh-huh. It's like girls and like dumb yeah. stuff like that. But do you think you think it's a platform that's coming? Do you think like, uh, like, because I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, like when TikTok started, I mean, pretty much just everybody was like, "Yeah, that's where you go to dance." You, you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I've thought about it. Um, I, I mean, I'm obviously investing in the platform. Like, I've got like we've been. Able, I don't know how, but we've we've got a bunch of followers on there. I have no idea how, but yeah, like we somehow like it's weird. Like we'll get like one video, we'll get like a million views, and then another video will get like ten views. It's the weirdest thing. It's so inconsistent. But, um, but I don't know, like, if it's going to be as big as TikTok. I really don't know. Um, it's been around for so long. Like, that was one of the original, like, social media platforms, right? Yeah. It was Facebook, MySpace, and, like, Snapchat. Like, that was, that was the, like, those are the first three, like, big ones, right? Um, I don't know, man. I, I think it's, like, there's so much of the same content on Snapchat that, like, you could find on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. It's, like, why be on Snapchat to watch that stuff? Um, 
But then again, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I've thought about it a lot. Right. And I haven't really gotten any any like conclusive thoughts or opinions on it. All I'm all I know is that like I'm posting on there. Um, I'm getting some views on there, which is cool. You know, it's it's a nice little you know it's a nice little bonus, right? Yeah. Um, for us. Uh, and if it blows up, then we'll put more more energy towards it. If it doesn't, then you know we. I mean, if we, it's we just a matter it, right? of uploading the content that you're already creating, like yeah, yeah. I mean, why not do that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's yeah. all we do. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's it's an extra like thirty seconds for me, you know. Yeah. Every time I post a video, so it's really like. It's a good investment, you know, to, to be a, to be a part of it. Um, and as far as I can tell, there are no other bikers on that platform. Yeah. Like, I've I've never seen a biker video pop up ever on that platform. Well, for me. Yeah. I'm about to make an account. I'm. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. You're like I'm there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's strange, man. It's a weird one. All all if yeah, if you need any, if you have any questions, because it took me a while to like figure out what the whole point of the platform is. If you have questions, just let me know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting, man. It's like hard to to know, you know, like what what to waste your time on, you know, because there's a lot of ways to do it. And and over the last few years, there's always like these new platforms coming out that like, you know, Peter McKinnon's like, don't use Instagram, Instagram, use this new photo app. And you're like, is this going to be the one? Like, should I at least go over there and like get my my name in so I have that, you know, the same handle as I have everywhere else. Yeah. Or am I just like wasting my time and, and you just never know like which one's going to pop and which one's worth yeah. like putting the effort into. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's curious. It's also like, I was thinking about this the other day, like um, you were talking about, and somebody in the comments helped me. There used to be a social media. If you don't know, there used to be a social media platform that was like before YouTube, it was big and they did like, 15 second like little clips it was like like where logan paul and them like got started i want to say it started oh. with, like a v or something like that or uh vine vine that's it yeah, vine, yeah. and and like whenever i started thinking about it, i was like oh yeah i because i was watching that logan paul a documentary or jake paul one the, the boxing one i think and uh i was like that's right because like so it started out with short-term for content like yeah. really, because that Vine was like the first thing that was like video and like people were like going to watch like shit go viral. That was video, you know? Yeah. And then then YouTube came along and YouTube com content, even initially from some of the guys that I talked to that were like in it back in the day, they were like, they, like if you had a three or four minute video, like that was a long video. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it turned into like now it's like, yeah, yeah, you 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 post a 30 minute video, people watch it, you know, and like yeah, but on yeah. the other hand, now it's like this short form content's coming back again. And it just really makes you wonder like where the pendulum is going. Like, is yeah, it becoming this like new cross-pollinated thing, or yeah, I don't know, you know. Uh, it's it's hard to tell, man. You know, I I'm I'm putting a lot of weight right now onto the long form stuff. You know, the short form is great. I don't think it's ever gonna go away. But I think, you know, just given how, you know, like you look at like just in general, how platforms like uh, like Netflix or Amazon Prime and stuff. I mean, you see how many people are on those platforms yeah. and then you have to pay money for them at the same time. Yeah. And then YouTube's totally free. Like if you have a device, you can just watch YouTube for free. You can watch anything on YouTube for free. So yeah. it's like I think that the long form is probably going to make a comeback, uh, but it's going to have to be a lot better than what it's been. You know, I think I think the days of just 
making a somewhat decent video and hoping that for the best, I think those days are kind of over. I think like now you have to really put effort into the kind of content you're making um, and do something that's out of the box. You know, there's so many copycats out there. There's so many people who are, who are just not really shifting the needle at all that, that, you know, I think people want something fresh and new. And that's why Mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of these people. Like if you look at all these, like, you know, modern, really famous social media people, a lot of them are streamers, like, you know, Twitch streaming, you know, kick, you know, YouTube, Mm -hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. Like that's a really big thing that people are into nowadays, especially the younger generations. And like these dudes, like Kai Sinat, Aiden Ross, like, I don't know if you've heard of these guys, but they are freaking big, man. Like they are, these guys are, are just off of like AdSense money alone. Like they're, they're making two, three, four million a month. And yeah. you're just like, wow, like these guys are huge. Like you're getting millions and millions of views. You're getting insane contracts, like all this crazy yeah. stuff. It's like, ah, I see. And then you see that like their live streams, like they have a hundred thousand, 200,000 people watching 300,000 people. You're like, whoa, like, like, damn, dude, that's like, what? this is live. Like, what? yeah. You know, I think yeah, that's that, insane like, to think about, you know, yeah. like pulling those people together yeah. and that reach, yeah. I mean, that reach is like real. Like yeah. if you can say, I like, you know, Kushcore to a hundred thousand people, like live, there's some people <laughs> listening, you know, yeah, like, absolutely. You know? you know, and they've been, they've done such an incredible job. I mean, you take it like Kai Sina, for example, like this dude, like, like he, I don't personally know him. I know people who know him. Um, and he's, he's like such, he, he takes like these moves that, that are just like unreal. Like he'll bring a rapper on. I don't know how he meets these rappers, but he just knows all these rappers. And then right. they like do a, uh, like a beat or something and it goes viral. And it's like, it's like, it's just this whole new form of content that like, I didn't see, I didn't see it coming. I was totally caught off guard with this stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, so it's like the you real think thing it's just easier to go viral though once you have an audience. I mean, even with your content, like uh, you have enough people that are subscribed to you that they'll like, like in my eyes, like kickstart the algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, right? Because I would say yes and no. Um, it. I think that like let's let's just take Instagram for example. I think Instagram is one of the more easy platforms to figure out, right? Because TikTok's all over the place. YouTube is constantly evolving. You know, let's just take Instagram. Like a video of ours, right? Let's say I post a video. There's probably going to be about like the first day, let's just say like 100,000 people that will watch the video, like regardless, right? It just shows up on their feed, their followers. They they avidly watch our stuff, you know? So I could like probably every video will get around 100,000 views, right? Just mm-hmm. based organically from the people that follow us right Mm -hmm. um but then like to take it to the next step where the video gets a million views i don't have a million followers on on uh on on uh instagram right i only have like two two hundred something right whatever Mm -hmm. but like there's you know that extra you know eight hundred thousand people or whatever that are not my followers that are watching that video they had to come from somewhere um and that's where i think that like it becomes almost like an experiment for Instagram, right? Like the mm-hmm. whole thing with the algorithm, like the algorithm doesn't like, it's, it's not a living thing. Like it's not 
it's not deciding what video goes viral, what doesn't. All it's doing is taking information from the people that it does show initially to. Like every video is going to get some content, show, your content shown to somebody, right. right? And then based on if that person watched it or was hooked onto the video for a certain amount of time, then the algorithm decides, okay, I'll show it to two more people. And yeah. then those two, those two people are like, okay, we like it and two, 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 and it, and it compounds from there. Right. Yeah. So that's where, that's what separates like a, a video that goes viral and one that just gets shown, shown to your followers is like, was there enough interest in the people that did watch that video to then make them want to click onto the next video after that or scroll down even more? Or did they exit the app? It's like all these factors go into it. So it's not like the algorithm doesn't like, it's not like, I feel like it gets seen so much as like a, as a living being entity that shadow bans people, which it does. It does. I will admit that it does. Right. If you're saying some stuff politically that people don't want to hear, like it's going to, it's going to, it's going to cut you off. Right. Yeah. But it, for 99.9999% of people on social media who are creating content, it's not, it's not the algorithm's fault. The video is not doing good. It's, yeah. it's something within the video that may or may not have caused it for, to create interest in other people. It's all based on what people want to watch, right? Mm -hmm. So rather than like, so the way I view it is like, rather than like trying to appease the algorithm, I just try to make good videos. I just try to make videos that are going to interest people. You know, I want to, I want to make people like, like, like make videos that people are actually going to like and remember and want to share it to their buddies and want to do all this stuff rather than like, oh, I've got to make the video eight seconds long. Cause that's what the algorithm is pushing right now. It's like, no, no, no. Like, like let's start mm -hmm. the basics. Like how about just make a good video? You know, mm -hmm. like start with a good idea, you know, and then and then when you're when you're pushing, you know, a million followers, then you can worry about eight seconds, 15 seconds, yeah. you know, the hook, whatever. It's like, yeah. just make good content. Like, that's that's the very first thing, because without the good content, like it, what like what's the incentive from Instagram, the, the algorithm to, quote, push your video if like if no one if the first like thousand people that watched it didn't even like the video, you know? How do you decide what's good versus what's not? Like, do you just like tell it to a couple of friends and uh, like pitch an idea and see if they laugh or? No, I, I barely ever do that. Like maybe sometimes I will. Um, this, this is a, this is another hard thing because so much of it was learned over time. Like so much of it, you know, there's some ideas that like, like I'll have and like, I'll, I'll just sit on them for a while or like someone will tell me an idea and I'm like, it, it sounds amazing. Right. Like when they, when they first say it, when I first come up with the idea, mm -hmm. but then we'll like, like we'll, there'll be times where we'll go out, we have an idea where we go out and start filming it. And then like, I'm like filming it. I'm like, man, this doesn't make any sense. This isn't going to be good. I don't know. Like I'll just get a bad feeling for it, you know? And I'll be like, mm -hmm. nah, like something doesn't feel right. You know? And, it, and every time, you know, every time I have that bad feeling for a video and like we post it anyway, it like, it never does good. Like never, you know, like yeah. it might be seen by some people, but, it's always the videos that I'm like, okay, this could, this could be something. If I have some hope in the video, you know, more often than not, I'm like, okay, this might have something to it, but I have a checklist of things for myself too. You know, I, I, I do pay attention to how does the video start? You know, I do pay attention to, okay. So what is, is the start is, to you then? What was that? So what's the start? What does that mean to you? So, so the, the start or the hook is what people want to say. Um, mm -hmm. now I could go on, like, I know, I know we don't have that much time, but I could, I could go on forever and ever and ever. But, but the general thing is that like, you want to start the video off in such a way that it's going to grab attention, right? Like instantaneously, right. It's gotta be, we don't, you don't have, 
even one second to waste. Like one second and you haven't said what the video is about or what you're doing or shown something that's happening in the video, people are going to just scroll. Like it's a, yeah. it's a dog eat dog world out there. And, and the, the, like people are going to want to watch content that's getting right to the point, like instantaneously, like, what are you yeah. doing? You know, whether that comes in the form of like a provocative title in the in right there or you doing something dumb right away or like you saying something, you know, that's controversial, like, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's it's all of these things. Right. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. The, the era of slow videos is, is far gone. Like that era yeah. is gone, man. You won't see any slow videos like any on any platform, long form, mm -hmm. short form. You won't see it, man. Slow videos are for the movie theater. Yeah, <laughs> slow videos are for when you go to the movie theater, pay yeah. your ten dollars, sit in there, watch through the credits, opening credits, yeah. wait, and then maybe twenty minutes into the movie, then you actually get to the point of what's going on. Like that's what yeah. people want to see slow stuff on yeah. Instagram and YouTube. Now, nah, no one's gonna watch yeah. slow stuff. <laughs> Done with it, dude. Yeah, we just rolled right past the two hour mark, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's so easy, so easy to talk to you, man. Really. Truly enjoy every every time we get together and, and chat. It's been been too long, but man, I I definitely like super stoked to see where you guys are at now compared to two years ago when we talked last. It's just incredible. oh, thanks, man, thanks, man, incredible. But like, it's it's definitely like justly due, you know. Like you guys, you guys put the work in, and and it and it shows. It. So yeah, man, awesome time chatting. Really, really, truly appreciate it great time hanging out anybody who is not familiar with normal go just search nrml on the platforms and you'll find them hilarious they're doing great content on all the platforms and uh give them a follow while you're over there if you haven't already followed me do me the favor too like i like seeing those numbers grow if you want to do something for free though all you got to do is remember it only takes a bike to be a biker get out and be one 